Blog Talk Radio. What's your definition of greatness? I think the definition of greatness is to inspire the people next to you. My parents were, were great. You know, growing up, you know, they instilled in me the importance of imagination, of curiosity. And understanding that, okay, if you want to accomplish something, I'm not just going to sit here and say, yes, you can do whatever you want. Yes, you can, but you have to also put in the work to get there. You grow up as a kid thinking that all things are possible if you put in the work to do it. You, know, you grow up having that fundamental belief. Uh, my father uh, was really influential at a really critical time where I, you know, I had a summer where I played basketball when I was like 10 or 11 years old. And here I come playing and I don't score one point the entire summer. Scored not a free throw, not a nothing, not a lucky shot, not a breakaway layup, zero points. And I remember crying about it and being upset about it. And my father just gave me a hug and said, listen, whether you score zero or score 60, I'm going to love you no matter what. That is the most important thing that you can say to a child. It gives me all the confidence in the world to fail. But to hell with that. I'm scoring 60. From there, I just went to work. And I just wow. I stayed with it. I kept practicing, kept practicing, kept practicing. I think that's when the idea of understanding a long-term view became important. Because I wasn't going to catch these kids in a week. I wasn't going to catch them in a year. right? So that's when I sat down and said, okay, this is going to take some thought. I started creating a menu of things. Mm. When I came back the next summer, I was a little bit better. Open shots not miss open shots, be able to shoot it with speed because those kids are so much more athletic. It's a simple thing of math. If you want to be a great player, if you play every single day, two, three hours, every single day over the course of a year, how much better are you getting? If you're obsessively training two, three hours every single day over a year, over two years, you make quantum leaps. Show up every single day, do the work. They're looking at me as if, okay, this kid's soft. Right, he's from the suburbs of Philadelphia. They felt like they could try to be physical or try to intimidate me and do all sorts of stuff, which they couldn't. Now I'm saying, okay, well, you're trying to attack me. How am I going to attack you? One of the things I would do is well, everybody would be at the cafeteria work, you know, eating and doing all sorts of stuff. I'd just go back to the gym. Yeah, I may be from the suburbs, but you're not going to outwork me. Right, look at thing, things at their smallest. A lot of times the game starts moving really fast. But if you train yourself to watch hours and hours of film, the game's not moving that fast anymore. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's an obsessiveness that comes along with it. You want things to be as perfect as they can be. Understanding that nothing is ever perfect. But the challenge is try to get them as perfect as they can be. So how can we teach our children what it means to work hard? Well, you do it through training. Right? So when I get up in the morning, my daughter goes with me. 4 a.m., my 15-year-old goes with me. It becomes a daddy-daughter thing. Through that process, she understands the value of hard work. So it's through those behaviors uh, um, is where I find the motivation to mm. do it.
Or what does losing feel like to you? Uh, it's exciting because it means you have different um, ways to get better. There are certain things that you can figure out that you can take advantage of, right? Certain weaknesses that were exposed. Mm. There are answers there if you just look at them. It's a constant process. It's exciting when you win, it's exciting when you lose because the process should be exactly the same. The hardest thing is to face that stuff. I think it's the fear of, of starting anew. When you play for 20 years, I play for 20 years, you reach a certain level, you're like, okay, wait a minute, I have to start again at the base of a mountain and try to climb the top of this mountain. First of all, what mountain am I climbing? I don't even know, like, what the hell am I going to be doing? The thing that helped me actually was hurting my Achilles because that forced me to sit there and say, okay, the day could be today that your career is over. First question I asked, which is the wrong question, is what's the biggest industry I can get into? I said, okay, stop thinking of it that way. You're thinking of it the wrong way. Why did you start playing basketball? Because I loved it. All right, what do you love to do? Oh, well, I love to tell stories. Mm. All right, let's do that. I think stories is what moves the world. Nothing in this world moves without story. And so I think that is the root of everything. And if we're going to try to make the world a better place, Story is the right place to yeah. start. From uh, one of my English teachers at Lower Marion named uh, uh, Mr. Fisk. He had a great quote that said, rest at the end, not in the middle. And that's something I always live by. I'm not going to rest. I'm going to keep on pushing now. There are a lot of answers that I don't have. Even questions that I don't have. But I'm just going to keep going. It's going to keep going, and I'll figure these things out as you go, right? And you just continue to build that way. So I, I try to live by that all the time. Tell me what your crib worth I hear you talking war, but have you lived first? I'm just here to keep it real, not make you feel worse Maybe a lost cause, but let's still search Until the day I die holding my guns up Rather have a friend or enemy, which one am I? Fuck a bird box, I wanna see my brother fly No longer shackled in chains, some nigga crucified Walking down the block, holding my boom box Cop the Mr. 30 nigga, clean tube socks they gon' keep us in the ghetto till we move out And we need some better books off in that schoolhouse Rose Royce weather Rich dirty nigga, it took so much effort I don't give a fuck about who sold more records Being self-made give me so much leverage, boss Your payroll. 
Rich gangbangers, y'all ain't even know they make those Double case lows, push buttons, I got say so When it's war time, never lay low, y'all play roles I can't name a fake nigga that was not exposed Hey, y'all niggas so surprised at Takashi toes Hey, look real street nigga, let you got a coat Mine's one common nigga, followed by a lot of O's In the back of the back, rock a lot of gold Rap music on the charts like it's rock and roll Add something to the art, make a lot of dope Gotta play my part from the start, cause that's all I know Double M's, double R's, nigga, all I roll Course I going viral when them punches throw Oh, Chris Shaw taking pictures like we rich and poor Another rich rap nigga, word to Ricky Rose Yeah Like a Malcolm X Jealous of my point of view Watching the sunset I just keep on moving So you won't catch a contact All my dirty niggas Showing me where the love at Drop the top Candy painted Haters eliminated Take a photo for fanatics I often demonstrate it Rich nigga Dirty game I'm talking Nick Saban Bricks raining every day White even Dick Cheney Dirty nigga But my sneakers new she can go and get the two though in a week or two Dirty nigga with a couple things I could treat the two Or maybe send it to the jewelers just like Mika do Real niggas that was born to kill Dirty niggas touching 40 mil 40 cars on the sporty wheels Gold bars in my shorty wheels vibrational beings and when we lift our vibration to what we want to experience it happens first on a vibratory level and then it shows up and manifests in our life so uh, people who are holding on to rancor animosity mm -hmm. they're slowing down their vibration okay. another way of saying is you cannot have what you're not willing to become vibrationally ah. if you do get it you'll lose it ah. See, this is why people, they'll win the lottery, they, they lose everything, yeah. or they'll finally get the person they think they Absolutely. want to be with. They can't keep, the, can't keep the relationship, or they'll get a modicum of success but can't hold on to it, because inside they weren't vibrationally aligned. 
they really hadn't become it. So you can temporarily manipulate and get things, but to have it completely, you have to lift your vibration and, and become that in, in, in vibration. You're not really attracting things to you, you're really radiating. Ah, It's really a radiation. I can cry right now. It's like if I become the vibrational frequency of love, harmony, peace, and I'm radiating that. That's the key. It's going to show up in my life. That's the key. Yeah. That's the word. You're not attracting it. You have to be it and radiate it, and then it, it comes, it is drawn to you. Right. And you to it. Yeah. You have to like yourself when you're by yourself. Yeah. You have to like yourself. I mean, when, you, when you're by yourself, you have to look at those thoughts, the beautiful thoughts, the crazy thoughts. Mm -hmm. You have to embrace yourself. You have to forgive yourself. You have to love yourself. And when you can fall in love with yourself and like yourself when you're by yourself, now you can be with others. But if you don't like yourself when you're by yourself, then you're pulling on others to make you happy. Is it possible to life vision when you're at the bottom? Not only is it possible, that's probably the best time to do it. When circumstances and situations are pressing in upon us, the only way we can overcome them is to go within to actually begin to ask very empowering questions with the awareness that this universal presence and its law will answer any question that you ask. So if you're in a situation that uh, is pressing on you and you ask, what's trying to emerge in my life? What is my gift to share? Mm. What is my purpose? Why am I here on the planet? Not just how can I pay my rent, not just how can I stop the pain. You ask empowering questions the universe will answer these questions in a language and in a way that you can understand. There'll be inner prompting, there'll be intuitive hits, nudges, signs, symbols, dreams. It'll come in the language of the, own, the, the individual soul and heart. The difficulty is that when people are in tough situations, they ask disempowering questions. Whoa. They say, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Who's to blame? Yeah. Why, Why me? me? Yes. Those are the disempowering questions. So the universe will answer those too. It'll pull on the database of human experience and say you were born on the wrong side of the tracks or you were born on the right side of the tracks or you, this happened or that happened. It'll give you a, a bevy of excuses. But if you ask an empowering question, you'll get an answer to rise above the muck. So it's all about the question, the sincerity of the question, and then the ability and the willingness to, to really listen, to really be available. That, that's where the juice is. And that is available to every human being. Whether an individual is in prison, whether an individual is imprisoned by circumstance, imprisoned in their own mind about an event that happened in their past, it doesn't matter. Once you ask with sincerity, the universe will answer. That's, that's the way it operates. It goes back to asking the question. Yeah. And it, but it also goes back to understanding that the presence of God has never made a mistake. Yeah doesn't do do-overs and doesn't repeat itself. Therefore, each of us are unique expressions of the infinite. The way the infinite gets to express its infinite nature is through its uniqueness. Therefore, I have a mandate to discover myself, find out who and what I am, what my purpose is, and to express it. And that, and that idea within us yeah. is infinite and is always unfolding. So it's not a one and done. It's not I've arrived, mm -hmm. it's I'm always on a journey of unfolding. You grow where it, you're planted. You grow where you're planted. And, and then you ask, 
what's trying to emerge, what's trying to unfold. And you'll start to get hints. You start to take baby steps walking in that direction. And as you take baby steps, inertia becomes momentum. Mm -hmm. And then possibilities start to reveal themselves. Potential starts to be activated. And you find yourself, as you look back, wow, I'm changed. I'm different. Yeah. When did that happen? You have to be in alignment with it. You have to have a level of practice. You have to give up your resistance to the circumstance. In other words, you're, it's, you're not arguing and resisting the circum with the circumstance. Yeah. I know this person said, I prayed. I did that. God <laughs> hadn't answered me yet. Yeah. This is the deal. God is always answering. Yes. But are we receiving? Are we listening? Are we available? Yes. So prayer, meditation, life visioning, it attunes us to become in alignment yeah. with that vibration. So we actually can hear it. We can actually feel it and then move in that direction. Many people, uh, if their prayers would be answered, they couldn't even receive it. They're not, they're not vibrationally ready. Victim consciousness is where many people live. Yeah. Somebody did it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is because they just make, you know, my ex-boyfriend, my boss. The world isn't fair. The world isn't fair. They're doing it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is somebody else's fault. Mm -hmm. God did it to me. The devil did it to me. My astrological sign did it to me. The numbers did it my to mother. me. My mother. My karma. Yeah. Okay. That's the victim stage. Every victim has a victim story. You ask somebody, a victim, what's going on, they'll give you a list of complaints about what's wrong and who did it. Fannie Lou Hamer once said, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, something happens and you start to open up to a possibility that maybe, maybe I'm in my own way. Maybe there's something more than, than what meets the eye. You're going to need something that is not within your little mind and your little perception. And that's where prayer comes in. That's where meditation comes in. That's where life visioning comes in. So if you just said, help, I'm open. I'm available to something new. Now you're on your way. Yeah. Help is a prayer. Help, help is a prayer. Yeah. I, I say, when I use the word help, I say, hello, eternal, loving presence. That's what help means to me. Yeah. Hello, eternal, eternal loving, loving presence. Wow, that's a good one. Back in the day when the Bodhi tree existed and a book fell off the shelf. Just, I walked in and the book just slammed on the floor off the shelf. And it was exactly what I needed to read at that time. And so I learned about manifestation. I learned about the second stage which is how to manifest, which is establishing intention, beginning to see visually the kind of life you want to uh, live, beginning to have conversation about that kind of life. I tell people you have to talk about it more than you talk about your problems because at the end of the day, if you're complaining more than you're talking about your vision, yeah. then you're in inertia. So there's a shift that takes place where you're actually talking about the possibilities mm -hmm. more than you're talking about your issues. Yeah. You don't deny the issues. Bad things have happened to people. You're not denying that those things have happened. But it's the energy that you give to it. That yes. is a definite true fact. If you start talking about somebody or you're engaged in a conversation where you're gossiping, before long, you're spiraling down. Energy goes into those lower frequencies. Yep. Doubt, worry, fear. All, now you're in, you're in that sediment, mm -hmm. you're in that dynamic. Mm -hmm. But if you start talking about possibility, even, even if you don't know how to get there, 
then your energy starts to go up. Mm-hmm. You know, what if you ask a what if question? You know, what if, what if all my needs were met? What would I be doing in my life? What if everything is really working together for my good? What if all the bad things that have happened in my life are leading me to activating some great potential in my, in my experience? Mm-hmm. What if God really is on my side? Yeah. You know, you ask a what if question and you start to notice little tiny miracles happening in your life. Mm-hmm. Things start to manifest. You don't know how they got there. The, the primary dark night of the soul is when you're losing your identification yeah. with your previous identity, but you don't yet have an identification with what's new emerging. You're mm-hmm. in That's good. the dark. That's good. You don't know. Uh, you, you, you knew this is who you used to be, yeah. but you're not that anymore. But who you're becoming, you're not that either. So it's dark. It's really, and sometimes it's excruciating. Sometimes it's a lot of fear, a lot of disconnect. And I, I, I tell people that when you're going through that, mm-hmm. tell them to ask this question. If this experience were to last forever, yeah. what quality would have to emerge for me to have peace of mind? Ooh. So if you ask that question, and you say, oh, if, I, if, I, if, I, if, this, if this particular experience was, was gonna last forever, I would, need, I would need some strength. I would need some, some peace. I would need a little bit more you know, name whatever quality. And what happens is, when your attention starts focusing on that quality, rather than resisting the dark night, then the process is speeded up. And your identification, you move through it, you move it, through it faster. Yeah. Pain pushes until the vision pulls. So life is progressive, and it's pushing you yeah. until you get pulled by a larger vision. So once you have a vision that you can articulate. Okay, so pain pushes you, so it get, it's hard, it's harder, it's harder, it's harder, and it's trying to force you into having a vision, a vision yes. that's bigger than, 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 than the, the pain. pain. And that's a principle. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Your potential is infinite and is always bigger than whatever problem you're going through. You begin to have a, a, a vision about the possibility. Mm-hmm. You start to be pulled by it. And then once you really sincerely embrace it yeah. and your life begins to be, okay, when I wake up this morning, I'm going to walk in the direction of my purpose. I'm going to walk in the direction of my vision. I'm going to walk in the direction of that possibility and the potential yes. instead of allowing myself to go, oh, woe is me, or I can't believe. Or that. Right. I'm going to walk in the... The yeah. cosmic two by four doesn't need to hit you as much. Wow. You're pulled. You're being pulled more by joy and it's like... I'm being pulled by some, something. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have challenges. Of course. Of course. We don't, we don't, we're not praying to live a challenge-free life. We're praying that the challenges that come activate latent potential. Understanding that pain pushes until vision pulls. Ask what-if questions. Yes. Begin to see, visualize the kind of life you want to live. Mm-hmm. Begin to talk about it. Begin to write it down. Begin to dream about it. And then what I, what I teach is... You talk about it. Doesn't mean you talk to everybody because everyone is not trustworthy. That's right. You talk to selected friends about it. About it. You talk to it. Uh-huh. You actually talk to the vision. Talk to the possibility. Talk to love. You talk to peace. You talk to prosperity. I see you everywhere. I see you prosperity in the lawn. I see you abundance on the in the grain of the sand. I see you everywhere. Mm-hmm. You talk to it, and then after a while. You're talking from it. Mm-hmm.
experience life as we know it. As some of you should know it. Yeah, yeah. Place, Marcy, Brooklyn, action. Well, y'all know the action. I got the shorty on my block, always clocking my rocks. He likes the style of profile, I think he won the mock. He likes the way I walk, he see my money talking. Now honey talking, I'm the hottest nigga in New York. I see his hunger pains, I know his blood boils. He wanna run with me, I know this kid to be loyal. I watch him make a few wins, the cop his little sneakers and gear. Then it's just enough for re-up again. I see myself in his eyes, I move from Levi's to get the Versace. Now it's diamonds like Liberace, that's just a natural cycle. Nobody wanna be like like Michael, where I'm from, just some niggas who bounce from a gun. We out here trying to make our white in the cold green. I could help shorty blow out like Afro Sheen. Plus I could relive my days of you, which is gone. That little nigga's peak, it's time to put it's him on. Come on, and hope I don't wake up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they run, shit my crown. Time to come on, pick up my chest and make some loot. I'm out here slinging, bringing the drama Trying to come up in the game And add a couple of dollar signs to my name I'm out here serving, disturbing the peace Life could be better like my man Reclined in plush leather seats And selling weight, I'm selling eight Bull 16, trying to graduate To push your quarters, y'all I ain't gonna sweat him, I'ma let him come to me If he give me the nod, then these niggas gon' see I'm tired of vegan out here round the clock And breaking dates And chasing crackers up the block for my pay I'm staying fresh, so chickens check I'm trying to step up to the next level Push your vets through the jets Diamonds reflect from the sun Directly in your equilibrium and stunned I'm waiting for my day to come I got the urge to splurge I don't want a lifetime sentence Just give me the word It's time to come on And hold my own weight up in my crown Got to lock it down and when they run in my crown It's time to come on And stick up my chest and make some loot Hey fella, I've been watching you clock. Who me holding down this block? It ain't nothing. You the man, nigga. Now stop running. <laughs> I like your style. Nah, I like your style. Let's drive around the world. Cool, nigga. Here's a thing. A G, I ride with you for free. I want the long term riches and bitches. Listen to me. You let them other niggas get the name. Skip the fame. Ten thousand a hundred G. Keep your shit the same. On the low. Yeah, the only way to blow. You let your shit bubble quietly. And then you blow. Hey, keep it cool. The only way that people fool is let them show his hand. Then you play your card. Then he do deal and I understand. Don't blow your dough on high. The only thing I got in this world is my work and my nuts. It won't break up for nobody. I like your resume. Pick a day. You can start. From now until death, we was part of it. Come on. And hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they run, I see my crown. Time to come on. And stick up my chest and make some loot. Got to lock it down and when they run, I see my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they run, I see my crown. Time to come on. And hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they run, I see my crown. Time to come on. And stick up my chest and make some loot. Got to lock it down and when they run, I see my own too. Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution.
Right, all right, all right. What's up? What's up? What's up? Peace to the gods. Happy Friday. What's going down? I'm your co-host today. This is Open Forum Friday with Jonah Bay. I'm Joey Bowsell Bay, co-host, sitting in for my man Jonah. What's going on, man? How y'all feeling out there? Call the number is 347-989-0194 if you want to get in and holler. You know what the spot is, all right? So what's going on, man? It's Friday. Y'all made it through the week. Uh, A couple of quick announcements before we get started with our show today. Uh, We're going to be in Miami. Jonah Bay and myself, Joe, we're going to be in Miami next month. August the 26th. Is y'all ready? We're going to be in Miami. We're coming for y'all. We're going to do the trust and law seminar. We look forward to seeing you there. You can get your tickets at makemorecommerce.com. Uh, tickets in advance or on the website. Uh, we also have tickets in the door. They'll be $25 higher than the advanced uh, seat tickets. It's going to be Saturday, September 26, 2020, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., all right? We're going to be at the Courtyard by Marriott in downtown, 200 Southeast 2nd Avenue, Miami, Florida, all right? Um, social distancing will be enforced. <laughs> I got to say that, right? So, come with your mask on. Don't nobody want to catch no coronavirus. All right? And we will have security in the building as well. All right? So, we look forward to seeing y'all there. Come on out. Come get this knowledge. It's well worth it. We're going to be dropping it like it's hot. Pause. <laughs> All right, man. So, it's Friday. Um, call lines are wide open. Y'all know my style. I like to I like to go into a little something before we open up the line. So it's come to my attention recently that some people don't have a full understanding of according satisfaction. So I want to drop something on you this morning. And maybe this will help clear some things up for some of y'all out there. In your process and how you moving. Um oh, real quick, I'm sorry. I I got another announcement. Um we're gonna be doing part five soon. Trust webinar, so look out for that. Part four, you can go to my website, makemorecommerce.com. You can also go to Jonah's site, jonahbay.com, and you can pick those up. All right. Um, what else? Am I missing anything? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing another webinar soon. All right, and I'll drop that information uh, pretty soon on what that webinar will be. All right, so just keep looking out for the updates. We got a lot of stuff coming at you. All right, we want to make sure that y'all stay up on all this information. All right? Now, we're talking about core dissatisfaction, but I'm going to go into a little bit different side of this topic because I want to help y'all to really get this thing, right? So um, there's something known as offer and acceptance, right? And a lot of times when you are giving an accord and satisfaction, you are giving an offer and acceptance. Now, for those who don't know, let me pull it up for you, right? Because some people don't know what according satisfaction is, right? Some people say, well, I don't know what that is. But well, according satisfaction is a contract law concept, right? It deals with purchase of the release from a debt, any debt, right? And it is one of the methods by which parties to a contract can terminate an agreement. So the release is completed by the transfer of what we call valuable consideration 
right? And that must not be the actual performance of the obligation itself. So the accord is the agreement to discharge the obligation, the debt, student loan, the mortgage, the car notes, right? And the satisfaction is the legal consideration that binds both parties to the agreement. So a valid accord doesn't discharge the prior contract. Instead, it actually suspends the right to enforce the contract in accordance with the terms of the accord contract, right? So satisfaction or performance of a contract will actually discharge both contracts, right? So if a person is sued over an alleged debt, that person bears the burden of proving the affirmative defense of accord satisfaction, all right? So there's what's known as offer and acceptance. So when you actually give an accord and satisfaction, you're giving somebody an offer, and it is determined upon their acceptance whether or not the debt has been discharged. All right? Now, um, I've seen I've seen some people that have some, some good successes with this. Right? I I myself have had success with this. I've also seen people not be successful with this, and so. You know, I, I'm always I'm one of the people I like to look at the good side of things, what you get right, and I like to look at the bad side, right? So, offer and acceptance, right, is a traditional approach in any type of contract law, right? So, the offer and the acceptance formula, which was it was developed in the 19th century, it identifies a moment of formation when the parties are of one mind, right? You ever heard that saying, um, "Person can't be in two minds." Right, so you got to be of the same mind as the person who you're trying to give an offer to, right? So this is a classical approach to contract formation, and it's been modified by a development in the law of estoppel, which you should see on your injunction, right? And, and estoppel is a judicial device, right? It's a common law uh, tactic, if you will, right, where it stops a person from making an assertion. Or from going back on his or her word. So the person sanctioned is called a stopped. E-S-T-O-P-P-E-D. Or E-S-T-O-P-P-E-L. Estoppel. So estoppel can actually prevent somebody from bringing a particular action or claim against you. It's a legal doctrine, right? And this is based in equity law, which deals with your trust. And it is based in common law, which also deals with your trust. And it's also based in international uh, law. It's, a, it's an international concept, if you will. Okay? Now, there's a bunch of different types of estoppels. you got promissory estoppel, right? Uh, you got an uh, issue estoppel, right? And estoppel deals with clean hands. And we've talked about this before because clean hands is a doctrine, right? Um, and and it, it deals with equitable defenses in law. It deals with uh, the fact that a plaintiff and a defendant, right, both have to come to the table with clean hands. Neither one of them can have unethical values about themselves, right? So shit has to be done in good faith, not in bad faith, right? And the defendant has the burden of proof to show that the plaintiff is not acting in good faith, right? So the doctrine often stated as those seeking equity must do equity. Those who want trust must give trust. Y'all know what I'm saying, Right? So if you want trust, you got to give a little trust. Now, when we talk about equity and clean hands, the clean hands doctrine 
is actually used in patent law to deny equitable or legal relief to a patentee that's engaged in improper conduct, such as using the patent uh, to extend a monopoly, right? So a lot of times y'all will see monopolies all across the country. And when people actually, and this is the reason why they have patent law, right? So that there is no monopoly or something, you actually acquire the equitable, equitably, I should say, right? So this whole doctrine of estoppel is really important because it's used in offer and acceptance when we're talking about your court of satisfaction, right? So offer and acceptance deals with estoppel, it deals with uh, misleading conduct, it deals with uh, misrepresentation, it deals with unjust enrichment, it even deals with the power of acceptance. Now, in the law of equity, unjust enrichment occurs when one person is enriched at the expense of another person in a circumstance that the law sees to be unjust. Okay. So, so it deals with, excuse me, I have somebody talking to me. I apologize. Um, so it, it deals with this equity law, right? Something being unjust. It deals with restitution. It deals with a change of position. Right? Um, now, I, I want to be real clear on this because the further into this topic that you go, the, the, the deeper that it gets, right? So acceptance itself, uh, the endless of acceptance as an acknowledgement, right, of a perfect tender will raise two crucial questions. One is when the buyer is considered to have given such an acknowledgement, right, and what is the consequence of him doing so? And the answer to the first question is the effect of the acceptance of the good, right, is to debar the buyer from rejecting the good or from treating the seller as having repudiated the contract. But the parties may agree otherwise, and special rules apply when the contract is servable or the goods tendered exceeded the contract quantity, such as like any issues of according satisfaction when they take your money and they cash your check. Now, um, real quick, let me let me pull something up. I wanna I wanna go back to this unjust enrichment, right? So unjust enrichment, right? It it deals with uh restitution, right? It it deals with your ability to and, and restitution is, is a law based on gain recovery, right? So so it deals with uh, the law of compensation, right? The law of um of being able to be made whole again. So when a court orders restitution, it essentially orders the defendant to give up his or her gains to the claimant. So, all right, um, I got to take a real quick break. So stay with me. Cause I gotta, I gotta make a real, real, real quick bathroom break. So y'all, y'all stay with me, and I'll be right back.
Okay, okay, okay. Peace to the gods. We're back. We're sitting right here on Open Point Friday. It's on the Bay. I'm your co-host, Joey Bounce L. Bay. And today we're talking about acceptance, all right, and the meaning of acceptance uh, when it comes down to you paying bills, right? And we're breaking down this legal definition because I want to make sure that y'all get this, right? So before I took a quick bathroom break, I was breaking down restitution to you. Right now, restitution, right, is the law of loss-based recovery. Right, so when a court orders restitution, it actually orders the defendant to give up his or her gain to the claimant. So a lot of times, y'all will do discharge, y'all do court satisfaction, and they'll just take your money, but they won't give you proper restitution. Right, they won't actually give you compensation in the form of an offer. In the form of an acceptance, right? So, offer and acceptance is really important because acceptance, um, you know, it they'll accept your money all day long. But the real question arises: Will they accept your money and then turn around and give you your accord, your satisfaction? Right. So a lot of people don't get that, right? So this is what we talk about when we say unjust enrichment, right? So. Liability, unjust enrichment arises irrespective of a wrongdoing on the part of the recipient. So the concept of unjust enrichment can actually be traced back to Roman law in the maxim that no one should be benefit benefited at another person's expense. All right, this is um in Latin they say nemo lo cupo lo lo cu. Fatari, Potestalini, or Nemo Locupatari, right? So the law of unjust enrichment, basically, right? But this deals with the law of restitution, which, which we were just talking about. So when we deal with offer and acceptance, anytime we talk about acceptance, it has to be a meeting of the minds, right? Now, let me just give y'all some basic information here, right? So usually acceptance, usually it precludes a subsequent rejection of some sort, right? So a crucial issue that constitutes acceptance for this purpose can be you sending somebody a check for something to pay off a debt and then them not accepting it. So the question that arises is at what point does the buyer lose the right to insist on the seller taking back the goods? At what point? Okay. Now, um, the, the the rules for determining whether the buyer has accepted the goods or embodied is in SS 35 and, and 35A of the Sale of Goods Act. And I'll say it again. The rules for determining whether the buyer has accepted the goods or embodied in SS 35 and 35A of the Sale of Goods Act. So the statutory provisions relating to acceptance and its effects have undergone several important amendments over the past 40 years. So Section 35 has always described three types of acts on the part of the buyer, which are to be deemed as an acceptance of the good. Right? Now, I want to be clear because when you go buy a car, right? That car is actually paid for the moment that you buy it. Same thing like your house. It's paid for the moment that you buy it. 
but because you don't know any better, they double dip on your ass. Right? They, they hit you with double the amount and interest and all that other stuff. But they actually don't tell you that it's paid for the moment that you buy it. It's actually considered abandoned property. Right? Now, performance of a post-delivery act inconsistent with the seller's ownership and retention of the goods after the lapse of a reasonable time without imitation or rejection can be considered under acceptance. Now, under the 1893 Act, which deems acceptance under S-35 is qualified only by special rules contained in SS-30-2, 30-4, and 31. Now, there was something known as the Misrepresentation Act, 1967, which introduced a further qualification of acceptance. I really got to take some time to go look at this, right? Now, let's just look at what constitutes acceptance, okay? So, under Section 35 and 35A, the Act provides as follows. That the buyer is deemed to have accepted the goods subject to subsection 2 when he imitates to the seller that he has accepted them or when the goods have been delivered to him and he does any act in relation to them which is inconsistent with the ownership of the seller. Two, where the goods are delivered to the buyer, he has not previously examined them and he is not deemed to have accepted them until he has had a reasonable opportunity of examining them for purchase. Alright? And for the purposes of uh, one, ascertaining whether they are in conformity with the contract. Two, in the case of a contract for the sale by a sample of comparing the bulk with other samples, right? Where the buyer deals with the consumer or the contract of sale is a consumer contract, the buyer cannot lose his right to rely on subsection two, which deals with the accord and satisfaction. Okay? The buyer deals with or is deemed to have accepted the goods when the lapse of a reasonable time frame, he retains the goods without imitating to the seller that he has rejected them. The questions that are material in determining for the purpose of subsection 4 is whether a reasonable time has elapsed to include whether the buyer has had a reasonable opportunity to examine the goods for the purpose mentioned in the subsection above, Right, and the buyer is not by virtue of the section deemed to have accepted the goods merely because he asked for or agrees to them. But the goods are delivered under another uh, or under a sub sale or a disposition. Now, let's let's go let's jump back over here because I, I want to point this out to you. Right, when you talk about the test of acceptance, right, and the central requirement, like I said, is a meeting of the mind. So when you go into a car dealership and buy a car. That's the meeting of the mind, right? But then there has to be a general and a genuine dispute later on as to whether there was a proper acceptance of your instrument, of the property, whatever it was. You could have had a problem with the car and then try to turn around and do a discharge on it or according to satisfaction, right? So one party can only act upon what the other party reveals objectively, a.k.a. the intent. So the actual meaning of the minds or meeting of the minds, right, 
basically is actually not really required. But it's been argued that the meeting of the mind's idea is entirely a modern error. 19th century judges spoke of what they call consensus ad item. Not ad litem, but ad item, right? Which modern teachers erroneously translated as the meeting of the minds, but actually means an agreement to the same thing. This is why when you do an accord and satisfaction, y'all got to agree on the same shit. We got to agree that you're going to take my money and this debt going to get paid off. Okay? Now, let's just go over some other rules here, right? Now, acceptance must be an absolute and unqualified acceptance of all terms of the offer. So if there is any variation, even on an unimportant point between the terms of acceptance, there is no contract. Why do you think we used to tell y'all to make your instruments non-negotiable? We ain't negotiating shit. You're going to take this check. You're going to cash this check, nigga. And when you cash this check, that debt going to be paid in full. Right? Right. And by you accepting my check, acceptance is paid in full. Now, let me pull this up for y'all, right? Um, because under the UCC, acceptance occurs when the buyer, after a reasonable opportunity to inspect the goods, in the case of the seller, and him are of the same mind. Now, let me, um, let me give it to you. 2-206, offer and acceptance. An offer to make a contract shall be construed as inviting acceptance in any manner by any medium reasonable in the circumstances. An order or other offer to buy goods for prompt or current shipment shall be construed as inviting acceptance, either by a prompt promise to ship or a promise to pay. Okay? And where the beginning of a requested performance is a reasonable mode of acceptance or an offer who is not notified of acceptance with a reasonable time can treat the offer as having lapsed before acceptance. It's acceptance. Now, there is something known as uh, revocation of acceptance, and this is under 2-608 under the United States Code, right? And it says that the buyer can actually revoke his acceptance, right, whose nonconformity substantially impairs its value to him or her when, when accepted it. So um, this is done on the reasonable assumption that nonconformity would be cured and has not been seasonally cured or without discovery of a nonconformity. Uh, the acceptance was reasonably induced by either a difficult uh, discovery before the acceptance or by the seller's assurance. That's why they had the lemon laws in place. So you buy some shit, you can take it back on a certain amount of time, right? That's, that's what the whole lemon law shit was about. Okay? Now, um, there's this thing, right? And when we talk about law itself, you always have to, because law is a precise thing. It's, Really, not a lot of black and white, in, you know, in law, you know, or I should say gray. It, it pretty much is black and white because it's in paper. But in acceptance, when we talk about law, you know, the law of acceptance itself, we're really talking about you offering some type of instrument, you offering some type of accord, right? The acceptance has to be communicated, so the offer can't include. Uh, acceptance by silent clause, right? Because they, if you go look at the, there's a case called uh, Feldhaus versus Bentley. 
Fieldhouse versus Bindley, B-I-N-D-L-E-Y, right? And basically, this is where an uncle made an offer to buy his nephew's horse, saying that if he didn't hear anything else, he would consider the horse to be his, right? So silent becomes acquiescent, right? But the problem is, is that their silence is actually not acquiescing unless you have made a non-negotiable offer and they accepted your non-negotiable offer and there was a genuine dispute. So an offer can only be accepted by the offeree, the person whom the offer is made by. Okay? Now, um, this is a this is a really long topic when we're getting into it, and there's a lot that deals with offer and acceptance, okay? But one of the main things that I, I've seen over and over with people is they will do an accordance satisfaction and not have a general dispute as to what the accordance satisfaction is, right? So the two most popular types of dispute resolution are mediation and arbitration. When you're talking about having an actual dispute itself, okay? So when you're dealing with dispute, it's really important to understand why you're disputing something and, and, and why you're actually doing an administrative process. Now, um, I'm going to open up the call lines here in a moment. Right? But this, this, is, this is a short lesson on dispute, right? Um, You know, I, I, I want to really make sure that it's clear. Maybe I'll go more into this on Sunday. Right? But, you know, a, a dispute, a general dispute, you know, can, can include you just not agreeing with the product that you receive. Right? Now, legally, when you resolve any dispute, all roads are going to leave the court. Most times, you know that's just the it's just the way that it is, uh, in in this society that we live in, and you're very fortunate if you live in this society called the United States of America, because you actually have arbitration available to you, right? Now, anytime we talk about a dispute, right, um, the term dispute resolution deals with conflict resolution. Right. Um, so dispute or dispute resolution in itself is a technique, and it basically will assist for the resolution between two parties when they can't come to a meeting of the minds. So a lot of people will say, "Well, I did my court and satisfaction. They didn't take my money, or they took my money um, and never gave me nothing else. They just sent me another bill." Well, then there has been an effective dispute created. I personally recommend that you create the dispute prior. Find something you don't agree with. You know, types of contract people break because they don't agree with the shit. Not saying do things with unclean hands, but you must have a lawful dispute. All right. So with that said, we're gonna um, we'll take some calls. Call lines wide open. Let's go to five eight five five zero zero. Hello. 
585-500. You on the line? Nope. Okay. It's your three, two, one. Oh, you taking too long. Yeah, I'm online. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. What's um, good? Good morning. Nothing. Um, I want to say uh, peace to the guys, and I'm so happy and grateful that large sums of money come to me, and, and large sums of wealth come to me ASAP and easily. And I wish the same for you and Jonah. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, and I'll um, do the same to you too. Thank you, Joey. It's so um, weird that you, well, probably not weird, but divine that you're talking about what you're talking about this morning because um, I called in to give some testimony, um, and I think it's right in line. With, oh, yeah, um, testimony? That's what's up. That's yeah. <laughs> so um, last year, um, me and my mother, we went to court dealing with um, her property taxes. And um, you know when your taxes go delinquent, uh, they'll pick, they'll have a third party pick it up. So what we did was, I guess, kind of in line with the processes that you're talking about, um, which is the third party debt collector letter, because these lawyers who come after you for um, you know property tax and things like that, they'll come at you like they're lawyers, but they're third party debt collectors as well too. So we did the administrative process on them. And, you know, in the letter, you ask for certain discoveries as well, too. But along with what you're talking about, with you know, you having a dispute and um, you trying to, I guess, get uh, satisfaction for what's going on with you, it's kind of like they don't never think that they got to abide by the rules because you don't know. They think you don't know the law. And then when they yeah, ask you yes to something. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that well, one must give equity to get equity? So, right. um, <clears throat> but to make a, to make a long story short, um, we went to court and um, the the case ended up going where my mom ended up having to make arrangements with them, you know, to pay this outlandish amount, which was not even the amount that it, it started off with because you know they add interest and different things to it. So, um, we what I ended up doing was reading the charter of my county. Because sometimes they try to act like they don't want to go through the Constitution. So I I read the charter and I found out about, you know, foreclosure and different things like that. And it was remedying there as well as as you being the first lien holder, which you just talked about, you know, when you sign on on the line. That's what what creates everything. That's what creates this fictional money. Yeah. So, um, you know, we we wrote letter. We wrote... um, letters of dispute to the county and to the attorney of the county and to the CFO of the county because that's what the remedy called for in the charter. So I say um, my mom probably made about 10 payments, right? So what she had left was maybe about $3,000. So in that period of time, they sent her this letter called a um, letter of stipulation and cancellation and discontinuance of the action. So in the letter, it basically said that they was going to discontinue the action. They took the, the notice appendice off her house and all of that stuff. Um, and, and my guess is based upon the paperwork that we put in. Um, and also that she had a dispute and she was using law. And if they didn't move in the right way, they was moving with unclean hands. So just That's this right. month, which this was, yeah, 
Mhm. Mhm. So, um, just this month, which was a year a year ago today, they sent my mom a letter saying like, "Oh, it's been nine months and you haven't paid your taxes." And this is for this same case. So I'm like, "What? <laughs> like we got this letter saying that it's been discontinued." So now. I think it, it goes along with what you're talking about with unjust enrichment. They was going to try to come back again and try to get her. And if she didn't pay what they was saying that she owed, they was going to try to come and foreclose on her house. So, mm-hmm. See, when, and, that, and know, that's why equity to, comes into play. Uh-huh. So, you know, get this knowledge without a college with you and Jonah. I'm like, nah, nigga, like, we got to uh, do no contract on this. We're not going into contract with them on it. But as I was thinking, it was like, I just cannot go into no contract. It's like we still in court, even though they wanted to have court over the phone. So mm-hmm. put in a motion because, you know, I know we all know on the call, but most people don't know when they send you these letters, like, you got to have an index number on there. They got to mail it to you a certain kind of way and all of that. So it was improper service. And also, they had no jurisdiction because the shit was discontinued. So my mom was either saying that because, you know, when third parties come into your state, they're usually not from your state. They're from somewhere else. So it's like at least three other institutions that you're dealing with. So they must not have been in communication with each other about um, what happened with the with the discontinuance. And they thought that they were going to come and get some unjust enrichment and get more money from my mom. So we put our motions in and all the rest of that stuff. So when we got on the phone for court, Joey, it had to be at least a, at least 200 people on this call, all dealing with the same thing, with unjust enrichment, them taking these people house, people crying, people trying to talk to these people like they care. These people don't give a fuck. They want their money. And it's not even their money. It's like fraudulent, you know. Um, yeah, well, but, well, well, what you got to remember, a lot of times what happens, too, with these third parties is that they come in and they buy your debt. So yeah. the original the original creditor will be like, well, we relieved ourselves of that. And then they'll sell it in a bundle, right? Mm-hmm. And then whoever can mm-hmm. afford to come buy the bundle of debt will come buy that bundle of debt and then turn around yeah. and, and, as, and they'll assume what they call creditor rights. So they have mm. legal interest. They'll have a legal interest, but they won't have an equitable interest. So there's no legal own, there's no equitable ownership for them, but they have legal ownership technically because they bought the, the legal rights to the debt. Okay, so I guess in that there there comes the battle, and when you yeah, when you try, well, they have to- what's actually called a a floating interest. Mm. Right, that's the legal term. But then you can still, but, so what? So I'm not even gonna act like I know. I'll have to look that up. But um, I'll read it to you. It says uh, a, a person may have an interest not in a specific asset, but in a shifting fund of assets, such as the nature of interest of a beneficiary under active managed trust or a chargee under a floating charge. It's a floating interest. So it, it's like it's like because they went they they signed on they bought it it's like that they they, they have some type of entanglement with it. Yeah, they they literally floated your note. 
But how could they do that without your signature? Because I know that that's one of the things that you asked for is like, you know, without what me you involved, it's like y'all can't do shit. Man, what you, what you mean? These people do what they want to do. Same way you take out a student loan, and the student loan goes from being with the government to, to the next thing it's with Nelnet. You're like, well, I didn't have no, no debt with Nelnet. Hell, net. <laughs> but they sold your debt, though, didn't they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They some dirty niggas, man. That's why I'm so I'm so happy and grateful. Like every time we receive remedy or you know listening to y'all, it's like I, I just feel like I'm in the right place because I'm so glad I'm not that. one of those people. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not one of those people that was on the phone that was crying or or didn't know what yeah. to do because at least we have a little bit of insight as to how to stop something like that. Like float your ass across the street because. Oh, that knowledge is so key, you know. It's sometimes it's not about who you know, but what you know. Exactly. So um, they ended you up know. coming to my mom's name, and I couldn't even get no words out. I just said her name, and they said, "Oh, this matter is discontinued. Um, we're going to cancel mm. it, and um, you don't have to worry oh. about anything anymore." And um, I said. So I said, so when will we get, you know, um, that order mailed to us so we know that it's, you know, set and sealed in stone so they can't come back again? Oh, we're going to give everybody until September to get their paperwork together and we'll be sending you something. And, and I said, oh, so I just sit back and wait for y'all to send me the letter. He said, yep, that's what you can do. You can that's what call. you can do. Um, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Next time. Next My mom was sitting here. She was supposed that's to record it. I know, I know. I told her she was so excited, Joey. She couldn't even record it, but I'm going to make sure we do something like that next time. I know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just want to thank y'all. Congratulations. See over there getting wins. Yes, we trying. We trying. We trying, Joey. Yeah, That's dope. I'm I'm very proud of your of, of your work. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a reflection of you. I'm just a reflection of you. That's all. Well, uh, a teacher's only good as a student. <laughs> That's right. Straight up. That's right. That's right. You know. Yeah. But so, um, I, I appreciate that. I, I know I speak for Jonah. He appreciates that. You know, this that's that 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 is a, a true testimony of how much work you put in. Because you know, a lot of, a lot of times these these I call them pretender lenders. You know, they didn't give you no money. They didn't do nothing for you. They didn't they didn't mm-hmm. give you the debt. Matter of fact, even the even the actual so called creditor didn't actually give you the debt. I signed my name and used my credit. Yep, and that's how that was created from me. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have anything. Mhm. Yeah, exactly. Mhm. Exactly. So. So I think that I this, this is a really good topic that that's you that you got going on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We'll continue it. Well, thank you, Jolie. Um, peace to the God. All right. Peace to the God. I think we got a consultation. So I'll try to hit you up today. Yes, please do. So we can keep whooping their ass and getting this bag. No doubt. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. If you want to get tickets for the next, uh, the next upcoming seminar in Miami, make sure that you go over to makemorecommerce.com. That's where the tickets are. Uh, you can get tickets in advance, the tickets at the door. All right. Let's go to 321-318. Peace to the God.
321-318. Are you there? Hello? Go on. Yeah, there we go. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Joey. How you doing? Pretty good. I, I didn't know if you can hear me or not. Um, yeah, yeah loud and clear. Huh? I said yes, loud and clear. Okay, perfect. Okay, I wanted to ask a question about um, uh, they they change uh, the format when you get your state EIN, and mm-hmm. um, now they require that you have the the um, the deceased person can't be the same as executor. You can't have mm-hmm. the same social and you can't have the same name. Okay. So, so then, is there what any you, what you do other you option? Have, well, that, well, that's fine. That's the proper way to do it. So, um, technically, that's the proper. The deceased person cannot be the same as the executor, which it shouldn't be. It never, it really never should have been. Um, so, right. the family of your life, if your last name is Davis, the family of, let's just say that your name uh, was, you know, well, well, what's your name? Uh, Kendra. Okay, let's just say your name was Kendra Davis. So the family of Kendra Davis can be the executor. Right now, if they and if they ask you for a specific EIN for the executor or 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 SSN, then you need to appoint a specific executor outside of the family of. Wait a minute, you said that. Let me make some understanding there. Okay, say say that again. I need to. Okay, because they only have a box for first name, last name, first, middle, and last. So that's right, and it's always been like that. So you're gonna put the family of. Okay. Your first name and your last name. Oh, and 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 but then what about the uh, social? So in in a particular case like that, um, if they've changed it now where they're asking for a social, then you got to appoint an executor. You got oh, a next of kin, sister, brother, husband, you know, somebody like that. You can even appoint one of your kids as an executor of the estate. The purpose is to get the and, number. And and I'll uh, and I'll ask my I'm sorry, say that again. So you have every right to build your estate while you're still alive, but you do need to assign an executor or an administrator. That's proper. Oh, okay. And and the person talk from the grave. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and maybe I just got must have gotten misinformation before. So. Um, okay. Yeah. And so, and then you said the social. I'm going to. Put another. Uh, uh, oh, that's what I wanted to know. Um, that doesn't. It has nothing to do with piercing the the, the trust or anything. Even though I don't have the trust developed, but it has nothing to do with piercing the trust. If if a person has a social that's connected to no. the nine eight. No. No. Because you can give the social over to the nine eight with eighty eight thirty two. Now. Um, I'm going to advise that you get a, at least a 15-minute consultation with me, and I can help you with with that particular EIN number. Okay. So, so um, what about after the show? And and um, how do I how do I do that? Because this is my first time listening so to your show. Is, 
Oh, okay. All right. So what you need to do is go to my website, makemorecommerce.com. It's M-A-K-E-M-O-O-R. Oh, oh, oh. wait, 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 wait. Makemorecommerce.com. Uh, is there any kind of way? Because I... I... Make just make more commerce dot com. Okay, that's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. But you gotta spell more M O O R. Okay, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when you go on the site, uh, on the drop down menu, it's gonna be section for consultations. You'll you'll okay. choose the consultation that you want, and if you want to set it up for today, you can set it up for today. Okay, so is it the kind I of thing I'll I got some open. Like say it one more time. You said that so fast. Yeah, what is, 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 and I can talk to you today, like maybe you're after the show? Yeah, so I have a I have a set schedule that lets you choose your time on the calendar. So I will probably be off the air close to about 12 Eastern. So I'd say book it anytime after that. Okay, perfect. All right, thanks a lot, Joey. I'll be talking to you soon. Okay, okay you're welcome. All right. Have a good day. All you right. too. Yeah. All right, thank you. All right, let's go to six one nine nine four six. What up? Peace to the God, Joey Mount. Peace to the God. This is so crazy. What's up, dude? Yeah. Peace to the God. Yo, family. <laughs> Yo, I just came back. I, I was talking to somebody, and I came back to the uh-huh. phone, to the computer, and bam, you called me. I wasn't even damn. And uh, peace well, to the sister. Yo, know where it's up, nigga. <laughs> hey, what's up, Joey, man? He's for the sister that just oh, called. She, had, she, I, I was trying to help her out myself. She had just hit me up, and she so she, you okay. know, she gonna reach out. Yeah, please do that. That's just, a, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd be happy to help her. For sure, sure, for sure, sure, man. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even catch the topic. I'm gonna rerun the show back, but I was tuning in and I got cut off. With the next week, so, I'm gonna yeah, it, we I'm just talking about offering acceptance today. No. Okay. Offer and acceptance. Okay. Yep. Shit. Look at my trustee. I gave him an offer, <laughs> and if they accept it, then we go forward. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's, uh, a meet, it's a meeting of the mind. So, you know, that's you, 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 you. You're right on point. Yeah, exactly. You can even deal with your true trustee. That. True that. True that, Joey. You already got my number. You know what it is, Joey. Hit me up. Yes, sir. I'm going to be hitting you up. <laughs> We hit you up. I got for you. sure, for sure, God. I'm gonna rerun the show sure. back and I'll listen back to it, God. Peace. Okay, God. All right, peace, God. Peace. Yeah. Let's go to uh three three six seven two two. You on the line? Peace, God. Peace, God. Great show. Peace. Good topic. Peace, God. Thank you. Well, been on that accord and satisfaction for a minute now, huh? Yeah. Time to time to get yeah. back on that, ain't it? Time to get it. Time to get back on it, man. That's that's I great right there. I just love the spirit movie, man. If it's time to talk about it, it's time to talk about it. You know. Word up! I see you. I see you. Hey, man. But you were talking on that controversy too, you know. And a lot of times, you know, I guess going forward now that when you you using that trust, uh, a lot of these people still try to do a little tax on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so so. So when they make that move, we could use that as an opportunity, really, to um to to create the controversy that we talk about. Yeah, exactly, and, mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's the reason why I offer the executive letter to people because that helps right. with, with 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 negating the controversy when when your executive the controversy. Step up. 
from the trust. Exactly. 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 So, yeah, I just wanted to just confirm that with you, man, because I heard you say it, and I said, yeah, that controversy can be a little tricky, but because of their own greed, their own selfishness, they're going to try to put that little tax thing right there, and we're going to use that to our advantage to create a controversy. Yep. 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 That's exactly what they do. See, the, the, the main thing is understanding clean hands, right? And so you, you have to create some type of dispute prior to right. creating a controversy. Exactly. So we ain't going to freak out when they when, when we look at the invoice or whatever and, and they order, order, you know, the, the receipt and it's got a little tax stuck on there. We're going to say, cool, we ain't even going to argue that. What we're going to do is come back at them later and say, hey, there's a controversy with that. And based on that, I guess you better go ahead and take that full satisfaction of the claim. Boom. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because you'll be surprised, man. You know, tax, most of the time, people don't realize that they're taxing residents. And, and res, right, like right. trust res, is property. So they're taxing their own property. Right. That's why That's why, that's that's why right. they can charge you property tax and shit like that. Because they're taxing trust res. Exactly. Exactly. Great testimony. Great testimony from the sister, too, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Straight up, man. It's just a testimony of you and Jonah, man. Y'all working. Y'all teaching y'all been putting in, you know? Well, listen, man. That's just a testimony of, like you said, testimony of teaching. Testimony of a lot of time and effort put into these these studies, man. We spent a lot of time with this. Exactly. You it never really got to absorb this shit into your spirit. Exactly. Everybody online, that could take years. Probably realizing that after doing their own study. <laughs> no doubt, and that and that definitely can take some years too, Joey. You know, shit. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. This ain't man. If I was mm-hmm. to show y'all my library, this ain't no overnight thing. Wow. You know, but knowledge, Amen. knowledge is an acquired thing. Man. It's acquired. You don't just you're not just born learning how to walk. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. You born right. with the basics. I've been peeping your style. You can be loading us up too now. <laughs> like how the hell do you know that? Damn. So Joe, nah. <laughs> you know, I'm chasing that, man. Bro. But I, I listen, man. I, I, I cast my pearls among honorable people, and then those who choose not to be honorable, you know, that's on them. Right. Right, right. And that goes back to these people that are third party uh, 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 interveners in our in debts and stuff like that, too. The, the fact is, you know, if you didn't sign any agreement agreeing to pay them, regardless of how they got the contract, regardless of how they got it, you know, you don't know them. That's the rule. If you don't know them, you don't exactly. know them. That means if you exactly. didn't sign anything specifically to pay them, not the people they bought it from, but specifically mm-hmm. assign yep. something yep. to pay them, you don't you don't owe them. And, and that it, was it one of the first things we always used to ask for. Exactly. Show me the contract. Exactly. Show me show me the wet field. I did that with my student loans, you know, back in like 2010. Say, so, wait a minute, show mm. me the contract where I actually put my name on the line. And they, they showed me a um a digital contract. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute, right. computerized. And it's and it's exactly. 
You know, ain't bilateral or none Damn. of that. Yeah, that was a unilateral, unilateral exactly. contract. Where's your signature? Yo, it's a whole it's same robot shit, man. man. Fuck your yep. robot. Robot. Hey, when they sent me the letter saying, hey, this computer generated or created, that was a very word, this computer created the signature, I put discovery on them niggas and told them, uh, yeah. Name the name the computer system that created the yeah. That matter, was dead matter, ass matter, right there. Tell your computer to show up. Tell your computer to show up the court. <laughs> we we need to we need to uh, we need to put the computer on the witness stand. Word up. Since they created that <laughs> terminology, up, since they created the signature. <laughs> hey, put that damn computer on the witness stand and let's talk to. Them. You know, well, straight, up. straight up. It created the I signature. I want a question. Hey, you want to know? You I got some our questions. permission to create the signature computer? Who, who was it? Mac, PC, or Linux? I got some questions. Yeah, we got questions for Linux, bro. We got we got questions for them, you know. Cause see, this is dishonorable <laughs> shit that they've been doing, man. You know, they they they're lazy. They dishonorable as people, man. So right. Well, but, but, but think about this, though, right? If you was in their position. And you knew that because you can contract with a baby. It's completely legal. They do it with you with the birth certificate. The government does. Right. right. So if, right. If, if you can literally throw somebody in a contract when they're incapable of contracting, and then you can do it to adults too, man, they ruthless as hell. Well, baby, and they'll do it. If you was, a, if you was in a position, come on, man. If you was in a position to be able to make millions, off of somebody because they they're not understanding what contract is, right? You know, right? You might think right. twice about doing it too. Doing it too, which yeah. is I ain't yeah. saying it's right. I'm just saying, you know, that it's legal. Exactly. But everything that's legal ain't lawful. So there you go. Exactly, which means that because it's unlawful to contract with the baby, you done issued a birth certificate to the baby. And and yep. and didn't even have the consent of the baby. Ain't nobody that's got a birth certificate should have one. And if that if came I, out, it'd be over. It'd be, it would over. be over. No one should be yeah, holding precisely. a birth certificate because you got it without your consent. If you understand right. that basic, that's a dead. That's a that's, that's a, 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 a basic right there. Yeah, yeah. It's a basic principle. You know. And I learned, and I learned, and I learned that from, and I learned that from Jonah Bay uh, uh, University in hindsight, uh, or, or New Evolution yeah. University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's where I got but, that from. Name this not to mention over there. <laughs> Hell yeah, we can't be mentioning them names right there, boy. I'm uh, telling you, what, we can't put that dishonor so, in the universe. So right Jonah now. in the conversation. That's sad. But all, all know about the Muslims. Yeah, we can't put them yeah, in was talking about that it's, it's, a, it's a shame, man, but it is what it is, man. You know? It, it is what it is, man. Game, man. I mean, you make your bed, you lie in it. There you go. There you go. So so lie in it, enjoy it, you know? The sad thing about it is that in all the bitterness you got, you don't know how to come out of it. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Nice. I agree. You don't know uh, how to yeah. even come out of it. You got right. your well, own virtual prison. Believe me, I tell you that that they they be trying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm about they to say trying. so much, but don't y'all don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they be trying. He, exactly. He, he, he but when you breach trust, 
when you breach trust? How you how you want how you want a how you want an equitable trust when you can't even keep trust yourself? Hey, those who won't trust must mm. get That's some cold shit. We gonna anyway, leave. man, I'm gonna yield yeah, the floor, yeah, man, and let this. Oh, it's great it's talking so. to you, God. You know that. You too, God. You too, God. I'll talk you to know. you. All right, peace, God. All right, peace, God. All right, uh, real quick, if you um, donated for part four webinar uh, of our trust series, it's now available. Um, I will be adding a couple people to the box today. And if you're in the box already, the templates are not in the box yet. They'll be in the box by the evening. Um, I've had to do a couple edits just to make sure things are right. So um, just make sure that you uh, keep an eye out for that, all right? 718-490. Peace to the gods. What's up, bro? Peace to the gods. Everything doing? good, God. Everything good, man. I'm just kicking back, learning, man. You know, everything is lovely, man. I just love the way y'all doing it. We still going strong. We are still going strong. Thank you, God. You know? All right, yeah, man. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't yep, going yep. nowhere. We can't be stopped now. Bad yeah, man. <laughs> it, 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 it's funny because I learned so much from you and Jonah. And, you know, I, I went on vacation and, and I see this, this, this more mm-hmm. from, the, you know, more science temple. And, you know, we building. He was a good more. He knew everything. Good brothers. Like, he knew a lot of information. But the way, like, I understood everything, like, learning through, through like, Jonah and everything, and you, Joey, it's, 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 it's amazing, man. I just got to bless y'all. Like, yo, man, it's just amazing, Thank man. Thank you, God. Yep. We appreciate that. The concept that. of understanding. Yeah, man. The concept of understanding the non-UCC and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like 9-311. Like just, just knowing that, you know, Article 9 governs mm-hmm. everything. It's, 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 it's so beautiful, man. You get a broad it's a kaleidoscope of learning. What? It is serious, man. For real. And yeah. now we all get into this trust thing, you know, registering the trust and every, everybody getting lit like that. So it, it, I'm feeling good, man. I, I ain't registered mine yet. I'm still working on a declaration because I want to keep it real personal for my kids and everything. So I'm just trying to keep that yeah, little detail, you know. You know, there's there's so many facets to this man that we haven't dropped. Like uh, I'm in the private, I'm privately working on some things, you know, for the tribe. You know, um, that's going right. to help people with their cars. I'm not ready to reveal it yet, but you know, there's things that we're working on, man, that are are completely going to change the face of how we can do commerce in public. So you know, in the face right. of what other so I mean, there's a right. lot of shit, man, and, and this topic will continue forever. Yeah. But one, one 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 quick question before I get out of here and let somebody else, you know, get on because I know mm-hmm. it's coming around them times. So, what was the first credit that you did when you uh when you did your estate when you got your estate? Like, what was the first credit line you did? Because I know uh, you're doing it as a business so, style. Yeah, so, well, you can either do it as a business. Well, really, like I said, it's a dual-sided number. So, so right. if you're smart, you'll build, you'll build both sides of the number. One side will be the estate of, right, right. Um, which is which will have a Dunn's number. The other side will be uh, use something similar to a social, right, in right. your actual name. 
Um, and, you know, if you want to start off with something, you can go to Crown Jewelers. Start off with Crown Jewelers. You know, you can start right. off with a Capital One call. You know, um, right, just to create that you, profile. You, 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 yeah, you can go to self.com and, 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 and pay yourself to build credit. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. I would start off with something that's easy to acquire because a lot of times it's like trying to build up a, a social from scratch. You know, it's difficult. You know, but it's not hard. But you got to go. I would go with one of them lenders who automatically going to give you some credit and report it, you know, right off the bat. Now, right off the bat. Right. Now, if we're talking about the business side of it, you can go to vendor and get vendor credit. So you can go to Quill, Uline, go to Granger. uh, Yeah, the same business aspect. Like, yeah, that that would do the payback score type. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And if you do uh, six credit experiences over a period of about two months, you can hike that payday score to about a ninety. Highest payday score you can get, I think, it goes a little bit over ninety. But ninety is a very high. Ninety is like having a seventeen credit score. Right. Right. That's simple, man. That's it. Simple yep. mathematics. Ain't nothing but a reminder. Yep. Ain't ain't nothing but That's a it. reminder, man. That's it, man. Well, man, I love y'all brothers, man. Green Gatlin signing you, out, God. man. Peace, man. Thank you, God. We appreciate you, bro. Have a great day. All right, peace, God. All day. Peace. All right. Uh, where we at? It's 1030. All right. Let's go to 484. Hollywood. Top of the day, my brother. To the guys. Peace to the guys. How you doing? Shit, bro? what's going on? I hear you going in about the um, shit with uh, accord and satisfaction and all that. But I was going to ask, when you and uh, old girl was breaking it down about the uh, people coming at you, the third party or whatever, because they purchased mm-hmm. the debt, you know, yep. because it's really not a bad situation for them to purchase all that debt. Because at the same no, time... No, it's not. Not for you. They, right. Well, of course, for the debtor. You know what I'm saying? It's a shitty situation. But for the company... Right, but see... But the company is great. That's that's an asset. Right, right. Because it's an asset because they can get that money from you residually. You know what I'm saying? You're going to pay on it or you're going to pay it off. And they can securitize debt. Niggas don't even think about that part of it. Right. But even better... Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish what you were going to say. I actually have... Um, information. I was going to maybe do a webinar at some point in time and teach niggas how to actually go and acquire debt. Because that's that's not bad debt to acquire. Right, right, right. It's it's uh, junk debt or whatever you want to call it. Salvage. Yeah, junk, <laughs> yep, junk debt, junk bonds, all that type of shit. Salvage uh-huh. debt. The court will actually sell it to you. Right, right. You know, and it's for people that have corporations in the public. You know what I'm saying? Where they still paying taxes on or whatever. Due to their corporation, yep. how they got to set up. You can take that yep. debt and levy that against that tax. Because sure, the only you thing can you have to do is, right. Only thing you require to do is attempt to collect. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Now, if you get sh- shut yep. down. That's fine, but you can take that debt and you can levy that against your 
taxes to your corporation. That's why most yes, corporations have uh, collection departments. Because all that. And people don't realize, man, you can make buku money every single month collecting mm-hmm. the debt. It's a right, good right, right, right. I'm okay. I mean, say, actually, you can't millionaires off that shit. Yes. I mean, people don't understand. Oh, this man, shit man, is a commerce scam. It's commercial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't waste. My, my old man gave no me a money. book. This motherfucker's so thick because there's so much to it. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of this topic, man. I mean, that's why I haven't even really got into that aspect yet, but that's a that's an aspect the trust can do. The trust can become a creditor. Well, he actually is a creditor, but the trust can become a creditor on the side of collecting people's debts, too. Right, 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 right. Definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because you can always... There's a lot of shit you can do with it. But it's depending on how you function and all that. You know, but like I said, you can levy that shit, but it's not a bad idea to purchase those junk bonds or debt and all that. That's actually a damn good investment, and it can help you Mm -hmm. in a lot of different areas. Leverage, man. It gives you a lot of leverage. It's It's like buying a piece of property when you don't have none and then going to the bank. And asking for a loan. Well, now you got collateral. I was just about to say, it's collateral also. <laughs> yep. Yep. But people look yep. at it like, oh, man, if I buy this uh, debt, I'm hurting this person. <clears throat> no, you're not hurting that person. You have to attempt to collect. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then you levy that shit somewhere else. Those people hurt themselves. And so I look at this from two perspectives. If you if you was one of them people who hurt yourself, then you need to learn some remedies to unhurt yourself. And don't be mad at the nigga who who saw the opportunity. It ain't you know you know a pretender lender is is just what they are. They didn't lend you shit, but they did buy the debt, so they do have like I said a legal right to collect on that shit. Right, 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 right. You know, because you always have so it's legal. Yeah, you always had a remedy of paying it back in, you know what I'm saying, uh, through a form of tender of payment, you know. Yep, yep. Or, dis- you know, through the discharge and all that. So it's, it, you you choose to pay U.S. currency. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And listen, People and, choose and, to pay and that. No, nobody, thank you, and no, nobody tells you how to pay a debt. Literally, nobody tells you. You have to satisfy the note. That's what you're talking about with satisfaction of the core and all that. And you get that, the interest that's collected on that note if you had that negotiation set up properly. Right. You know what I mean? You can't debt for the debt. Right, right, right. Like species. See, all that information that was taught, people forgot. But they was teaching it the wrong it. way. You know what I'm saying? I know it. When those uh, secure party creditors, when they was talking about it, they never showed you where it was applied at. So people thought you could just apply it in any situation. Right, you know exactly. I mean? And, and, and they wasn't told how to properly apply it. And, and a lot of that was, was taught early on with sovereign citizenship. They taught it in right. places like RV Bay. You know, a lot of that shit was taught early on, but niggas didn't fully understand what the fuck they was learning. Correct, correct, correct. Like the abatement and all that shit. That wasn't nothing but the federal rules and civil procedure. <laughs> you know it. what I mean? That's it. That's <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, 
you know, you tell them to correct the errors and all this type of shit. But uh, another thing, what was I going to say? Yeah, but all that comes from this third-dimensional or second-dimensional reality that these motherfuckers living in. They're not even third-dimensional. I, I can't see mm-hmm, them. I agree. With the moves and the actions that they do, I, I don't see it because they fall for everything. When you see a remedy in one, when it applies to that situation, it's multiple levels to that shit. You literally can use your, these, Some of these laws To fight a whole bunch of different shit Correct If you do it correctly Like of course that's actually applies to mortgages It applies for uh, it, You could be a business and use it You know I mean Come on man You use it for car This shit is so It is so much of a well rounded uh, Topic when we're talking about how to use these laws, it's just perfection, like perfecting the security interest. A lot of ways, yeah. that. It's all about how you write your spell. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to have to secure your interest in the particular uh, res or the subject. You did, whether it's the instrument yep. or yep. Yeah, basically the instrument, because that's all it's about. And when you get notices, that is a fucking instrument. It's a contract. Yes, it's an offer. It's an offer to you. Yep. It's an offer. So you have a duty to respond or, you know, accept it conditionally or uh, dispute it or litigate it. You know what I'm saying? But that's the offer, which is the actual instrument. And all they're going to send you is more papers yep. behind that to attach a security agreement to it. They're yep. like, okay, we're going to exactly. send you out some papers and sign this. And bow, that's where they go have a security interest because they go put the security agreement in there. You agree yep. to pay blah 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 such 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 bow and they got you now. So now a security time. Yep. They can go and put right. their interest yep. in their instrument. And it all started and, from and that it, one it comes down to contract. It's all contract law, too. That's it. And they take your ass straight yeah. in there, get a default judgment against you. Yep. And from there, that's it. Now they yep, can go and try for the lien. I don't want to go that far because that's on the book. Correct. They lied on public record. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think they want to go that route. Because a lot of them don't want to go that route. Right, because that's evidence they place it on the record. Of, uh, it's really uh, the instrument shouldn't have been honored in the first place to be filed on the record. Correct. If it didn't go through yeah, the proper correct. channel. You know what I'm saying? Yep, that's correct. So, yep. That's the setup. You know what I mean? They like fuck that. No, this motherfucker pay every week or every month. That's all they care about. They gonna send you out to three letters. Now they would have a default judgment against your non response. They will have that. Well, so far well, as but that's why I talked about 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 silence being acquiescence and shit like that because you can't just mm-hmm. sit back and be silent or some shit. You actually gotta make sure that you you know you gotta fight the people back. Can't just be quiet. Yeah, that's what you have to, that's where you get hung up at. Right, because if you look at it from common sense standpoint, somebody's making an accusation against you. You can't take this like every day, like oh, so he, just, he called me a nigga. I ain't got to get all upset. And I just you know hit him with the kindness and walk away. No, you can't use that church shit. You know what I'm saying? This is a no, whole different ball. Because these are your accusers. 
Yep. Right. And even if you try to use the Bible, the Bible tells you that. The Bible tells you not to take no fucking uh, a motherfucker to just make up some shit on you. That's one of the commandments. Uh, thou shalt not bear false witness on thy neighbor and all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, precisely. So you precisely. got a duty to, you got a duty to fucking say, no, nah, that's not true. Yeah. Oh yeah. You precisely. Precisely. You got to yeah. do. And, and and it's and it's, it's your duty to stand up and say, hey, I didn't piss on that tree. <laughs> like like this right. in the recording. You know. And first. But hey, first thing you know, if, and if you don't. You don't, then shit. You know the the burden. Of, see, the burden of proof is always on the accuser. So right, right. You know everybody. Then it can shit. Well, you know they look at TV and be like, "Well, we'll settle this in court." Well, you never settled the accusations that was coming back and forth to you. You know what I'm saying? You, right. Then you get in court and start saying, "Well, I didn't do this and do that." Sounded like Terrence Howard and shit. And your ass fuck around loose because <laughs> you already defaulted out. And yeah, I, I didn't oh do this. Yeah, man. Oh my you know, god. Yeah, man. Out, yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, hey. I ain't gonna pull no, I one of those that. my man right. pulled last week. I, I hope you listen. You <laughs> took up the whole show. That nigga, that, nigga, that nigga took up the whole goddamn show. Hey, look, you, you know me. I, I like to go through the callers. So. To give everybody a chance to keep their peace. But that nigga took up the whole damn show. Shit. Yeah, man. I should have rolled out like this. <laughs> Payback. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> call in to holler at me either tomorrow, man, or Sunday, bro. We'll chop it up. All right. All right. That's I'll probably end up going back into this on Sunday. All right. Peace, y'all. All right. Peace. Okay. Let's, um, real quick, we're going to be in Miami next month. Jonah Bay and myself, Joey Bouncell Bay, will be in Miami next month. We get the tickets to makemorecommerce.com. We're doing, we're going back to the seminars. Look forward to seeing y'all there, man. It's gonna be live. It's gonna give out a lot of information. Okay, um, we'll be starting our our private savings club soon in September. So if you want to get down with that, make sure that you um, send me an email. Okay, or hit me privately so you can get some more information on that. All right. Uh, 314-280 You're on the line Peace to the gods my brother Good morning I, my brother I, Peace to the gods good, good morning Good morning Good morning Where my brother Jonah man He peaceful I don't know where, where he the guy at, at? He, I don't know where he at today <laughs> yeah. he the phone <laughs> You know yeah. I gotta hold it down regardless yeah. But yeah, yeah I, he, I know that some... yeah, I, I just I just sending 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 that love out, that energy out to him and his family. That's yeah, all. Yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely, absolutely. A lot of peace and prosperity to that brother, man. He should be all right, though. Yeah. He, wasn't likely he over there sleeping somewhere. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. But look, hey, you don't, you don't. I, I I got on late, so I I I I didn't get the the show. But you gonna hit your brother up? Yes, I you know will. I, got a I, I tell you what. Yeah, yep, you do console. I got you in my um in my in my schedule. I was supposed to give you a call last week. I'll give you a call today for certain. Make sure that I give you a call. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. All right. I'm putting okay. your number down now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah I just locked you in. 
Because you, you're talking about that commerce, and I sent you something about that commerce. You know, so I'm ready to get I'm ready to get it get it get it going on, man. Get this trust set up for these babies, you know? I know that's, you are. I know it. I'll give you a call today. Yeah. I got you locked in. You at you at oh one five one, right? Yes, sir. Okay, I got you. All right, I'm gonna use you up today. All so right, peace, God. peace to the God. All right, let's go to six one zero nine eight three. Peace to the God. Peace to the God, Joey. How you doing, my brother? What's up, bro? I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful, magnificent, great, and I'm so happy. Large sums of money and perfect health flow to us. Perfect uh, ASAP, quickly and easy, my brother. ASAP, easily, every day, every minute. Yep. Every hour. Every hour. What's <laughs> good? Everything, man. Studying hard in these books. Going through the uh, past shows. Chiseling up the. Sharpening up the iron the blade. Yeah, and you know um, great, our man. show's on podcast now too. I don't know if you had a chance to, to check us out on the podcast. But uh yes, sir. easy access to get to the shows over there. Yes, sir. Excellent show for sure. Excellent. Yeah, man, I like the topic, man, today. I had something um I had a question. Okay. About something that you were talking about. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so when um when somebody defaults and the lender liens whatever property, what kind of lien is that that they put on that? And is that superior mm. to the lien we do? Well, a lien is a lien, bro. So if I it's lean, a lean, is a lean, is a lean, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, the IRS doesn't say we're going to put a certain type of lean on your shit. Now, um, let me pull this up since you asked about it. Just a second. Okay, now, there's what's known, and I want to make sure I'll put up the proper one. Okay. Yeah. So what's known as a constructive lien. Okay. So, um, and you have, it's like you got equitable, constructive trust, right? So constructive can be imposed by a court. So some liens, uh, if you default, like let's say that you owe me some money, right? And you don't pay me. Um, but we had an agreement, right? And you can always put a lien on my shit. You can lead up my house or my car or something of that nature, right? You could always do yeah. that, um, yeah. you know, in the private, common law, right? But then if you have to go to court and you got to get a judgment, it can be constructive. So most times when a debt collector takes you to court, they get constructive. Okay. It's, okay. It's done Thank you, order. man. Yeah, because that constructive trust is uh, what what usually takes place anyway. Um, yeah, most things constructive trust made into constructive trust. Mm-hmm. And ex- normally, constructive trust is imposed by a court, just like the straw man is in a constructive trust. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. So you know, we're going over the court and satisfaction and everything. So 
topic today fell right in line with everything. So, yeah, thank you it's, again, it's man. Right thank you, brother. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. Happy to bring the topic. We're going to keep on Definitely. building on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, I'm going to just I'm gonna hold the line, yield the line, and I'm going to get back to studying, okay, man. Listening along with the show. Absolutely, God. Good to hear your voice, brother. Take care. You too, bro. Peace to the God. All right, peace. Peace to the God. All right, uh, if you got your hand up, I see you. Keep your hand up. I'm going to make sure I get to y'all. We're going to take a real quick break. We're going to come right back and uh, take some more phone calls. You sit right here on Open Phone Friday to join the Bay. I'm your co-host sitting here today, Joey Bounce Bay. And make sure you go to makeforecommerce.com to register for our upcoming seminar. All right? Be right back.
You're going? First of all, you're going to have to stick to your passions. You're going to have to be true to yourself. Number two, you got to stop thinking of yourself as human. You got to start thinking of yourself as advanced entities. See, the brain or the archetype of the collective consciousness only gives you what you think yourself it is. Right. If you think of yourself just being a motherfucker walking around here just trying to get along and just trying to make it, then that's all you are, cattle. But if you think of yourself as though immoral being, that it is prophesied before the return, then your brain will send that signal to the higher you, and the higher you will produce the armor around you, although it is invisible. I'm not going to put this on the table again. Yeah. Let me hear your face, Like I said, so you get this on the table. If you say that you are a normal open from Mistoke, walking around here, you are cattle, you are property of the United States government under the three-fifths of a human being act, and they can do what the fuck they want to do with you. Right. As, as you've always been. But if you send signals to your higher God self that you are an advanced entity, come back to change this mess, then your body will grow the armor all around you. And to let you know what I'm telling you about, they produce the movie this summer called Spawn. Anybody saw it? You need to go get it. Because in the movie, when the guy came, he said, listen, he said, you've been using your power when you get mad. That's how we do, we get help happening. He said, but you need to start cultivating your energy and knowing who you are. He said, because your, your taste is a body of armor, and your suit is a body of armor. We talk about your melanin. And the more and more you think, the melanin is only set up for you to think on an advanced, immortal level. The superhero. The hero comes from what? The god Heru. And who is Heru? You are the Heru. How the hell do you think they make these things? So when you start thinking of yourself as an advanced, superhero level or superhero hero level, then your melanin produces the type of chemical structure or the type of spiritual or etheric structure that is conducive to what the fuck you thinking. Alright. Okay. It's a process in a brain computer. What is that a melanin is a brain computer that produces what you think. But if you it can't produce so much stuff on the Lower level because the melanin is higher than that level. It only produces when you break it to a higher level and start thinking in a higher level, then it produces that. That's why the white boy, even though that, who ain't already got no melanin. They teach their children, they get into all the Star Wars and the superhero this, and the superhero that, and the comic books and all that shit. What you perceive yourself is what you are. So you got to stop perceiving yourself as just an everyday Negro. And start perceiving yourself as sons and daughters of God. Now, ain't no way in hell no sons and daughters of God will be walking around this motherfucker talking about both. You're supposed to be ruling God's systems and universes. So, therefore, you got to start programming the melanin, which is the actual way you program the actual alchemy process. It's thought. The physical is an illusion. It doesn't exist. So, you have to program through thought. Y'all getting it? Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's see. A few other things here. What time is it? Huh? 
We're going to come back. We're going to come back tomorrow. Let's deal with this. If the religion that you have is designed to shut down your God principle, you can call it the archetypes of the collective unconsciousness, then what they speak against that, you, that makes you scared of is your actual, actual power. Now what I mean by that is this. We're talking about certain ancient words that you think now has been turned into something negative that it wasn't before. And this is what it means. The word demon that you think is negative is your higher melanated spirit. And give you a case in point on what I'm talking about is this. A brother called me back in 95. He said, I've been going, he said, I've been, I was born with a veil. You know, that's the southern word of, I was born psychic. Right. Or I was a seer. Right. So I was born with a veil and I could see. He said, now ever since I was a little boy, these damn evil spirits been following me. He said, it's about three of them. He said, all my life, he said, I done gone to all kind of people. And those particular people that I have gone to have take, told me all kinds of things to get rid of them. And brother, they still bothering me. What do you know that I can do to stop this? And right then the spirit said, Motherfucker, them ain't no demon. Them his motherfucking boys. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, them your boys, man. You supposed to congratulate them and say, hey, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand now. I'm on such a low level to when I look up at what is God now, that scares me because it's remotely different than what I've fallen to. That's heaven coming to get you out of hell and you scared of heaven. I say, greet them. Pull out bases to them and tell them to come on in. He greeted them pull out bases and they came up and said, hey, man. Lord, brother, we've been trying for 37 years to get with you. We used to hang out in a previous life, but you incarnated back into the physical, and we are still on this plane. And ever since, and we've been trying to get to you for years, because it's been thousands of years. But what happened was, is you were so ignorant in the other incarnation, but this time when you was born in a veil, you could see us, so therefore we figured we could visit you because you had some type of consciousness. When he was up in that orthodox Islam, they was calling them gems and shit. He said, we've been trying to get to you since you was a little boy. You are out there what? You see? So what you call demons is called Asgodamian. Like it or not, we all come hardwired with a complete set. Twelve six-pack. The Gnostic demons are units of untamed natural forces within ourselves are melanated forces that we have ignored, denied, and disowned. They serve us to do, our, to do their mischief when, when our will is will and is, is ambiguous and our existence is low. After we have committed an embarrassing act of, unbelie- of unbelievable stupidity, you are really referring to them when you slap yourself and say, I am my own worst enemy. As long as they are ignored, they are uh, uncontrolled, they are dangerous and hungry beasts in, un- in, in an abandoned zoo. Now, what this means is this. What this means is this. 
The ancient word for that is called agodamian, or demon, which is the melanin spirit. Which is the melanin spirit. I told you about books on Gautier. Alex Crowley said that the Gautier spirits, but those particular so-called demon spirits that the Christianity tells you not to deal with, is nothing but the leftover portions of the brain that the science tells you your ass don't use. Remember they say we only use a small portion of our brain? That's when you tap into the real deal science of the melanin and the real deal archetypes of your brain. It's so unusual in this regular, rational, mundane shit that you go through until you get scared. But that's your higher self coming and say, man, if you really tap into this shit and face your own soul, we can fuck out some shit. You see? But in order to pray to that, you've got to pray to your higher self. But so to pray to God, hell, all people of God, as the Bible says, you might be praying to some black man on his front porch, and that motherfucker might be on crack. He's still a God. You know what I'm saying? So you got to understand the talk and put on to yourself. You know what I mean when I say this? You do the shit all the time. See, the society tell your ass, people who talk to themselves is crazy. <laughs> but you know you've been talking to your goddamn self for years. Just when the motherfucker comes around, you say, who are you talking to? Oh, I was saying <laughs> Why do you talk to yourself? You talk to yourself because that's your higher self you're talking to and ain't nobody around. You do it all the time. What you got to do now is you got to start referring to the energy is all, all the God that you're looking for. The higher God has made the law to put it within you. See, the only way you're going to get to me is through yourself. So you can't get to the Father but through the Son. Right. Not through some old motherfucker hanging on some damn cross. You worship a dead motherfucker, you stupid. <laughs> he a motherfucker that couldn't even save himself from the cracker from the Romans, and I'm going to give the, the trust to that pastor. He's about to come better than that shit. Because I know some motherfucker white people better than that shit. Okay, okay, let me just say. Tune in every Friday to Open Forum Fridays with Jonah Bay from 10 a.m. to noon. On Evolution Radio. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit JonahBay.com for more remedies. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. All right, all right, all right. Peace to the guys. We back you right here on Open Forum Friday with Jonah Bay. I'm your co-host. And sit-in host today, Joey Brownsell Bay. You're on li- listening to the New Evolution Radio Network. All right, we're on every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday with Doctor Asset. Make sure y'all tune in and show Doctor Asset some love, man. She's the goddess of the station. She does bring the spiritual healing. And if you need readings, she'd be a great person to holler at to get your readings. Some of y'all need them spiritual readings. Don't neglect that side of, of this information. All right. Um. Make sure you go holler at my man Jonah over on his station, uh, Jonah Bay Radio. He's on Mondays and Wednesdays, and he's over here on Fridays. And you can holler at him at JonahBay.com, all right? And, of course, you can holler at me at MakeMoreCommerce.com. All right, let's go back to the call line. Let's go to 803-995. You're on the line. Peace to the guy. Peace, brother. 
Good morning. What's going on, or good G? afternoon, wherever you are. It's all good. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm wonderful, magnificent, and great. So happy that large sums of money comes to me, fastened in abundance. Yeah. That good health flows into yeah. my body. Fastened in abundance. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, great topic, man. I just wanted to come in and talk to the callers for a minute. And, you know, I, I already came in and gave my testimony about it before, but I wanted to come in because, of course, we know we got new callers that's on the line. Mm-hmm. But since we're talking about this accord of satisfaction, let me drop this testimony for these new callers. Back in Please. December 2018, I sent in a money order for my motorcycle uh, for uh, full satisfaction of the claim. Okay. They dropped, they uh, closed my account. I sent in two payments after that um, initial quarter satisfaction um, money order. I sent in two um, under duress payments. After after that second payment, they closed my account out. I still have the motorcycle in my garage to this day. They haven't been sending any tow truck drivers. I haven't heard from the company in two years now. Um, I've even gotten pulled over on the motorcycle you know, you know, I have the injunction as well on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. So, and when I got pulled over, the tag was expired, registration was expired. So, they were okay. supposed to tow that. They were supposed to take the tag off the bike and tow it away. Mm-hmm. But again, like I say, the motorcycle was still sitting in my in my garage to this day. So, y'all. Now, let me ask you a couple questions. To... Go ahead, bro. Okay. Now, couple questions. Number one. Why didn't you sue them? That's the process I'm into right now. I did the administrative process, sending sending the um, the letters to the CEO, register agent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right now, that's the very next step that I'm um, that I'm into now. Is, is and as a matter of fact, I'm going to book a private consultation with you so I can go ahead and continue okay. the process. Because yeah, I absolutely. Also did my, right. And I also did my express trust, and when I did my trust minutes, I also put the the motorcycle in my trust minutes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, see, now, see, the big thing is, is you want to get that title, uh, so this way you can you, you can have you a, a clear title, uh, and, and that's what I when I said earlier that I was working on some things in the private. That's one of the things that we're working on is being able to establish our own department to do registration. Uh, you know, right. for our Aboriginals, you know, which is really important. Hey, you know, because awesome, anything registered in their jurisdiction, you always stand a chance of them pulling you over and then saying, "Hey, we, we didn't, you know, your registration is not current in our jurisdiction, so we can take you to jail." You know, yep. versus if you're foreign, works in a completely different different thing. Yep, they can't do nothing to you. Exactly. So that's a remedy, though. You know, they left you alone, but now you can take a step further and go get that title. Yep, exactly. Get that title. Once I get that title, yeah. it'll it'll be a wrap. So you know, just for the new callers on, this according this according satisfaction is real. You have to take your time with this, folks. This is not no overnight thing. You have to know exactly. the laws. You have to know how to write these affidavits and how to word it. You also know how to read. Exactly. You have also have to know how to read these affidavits to find out if there's any inference, um, 
bankruptcies in these affidavits before you send it out because you need to make sure that it is structured to what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to exactly. do diligent studies with this stuff, man. Y'all, you know, y'all can't take no shortcuts because, like Jonah said before, you know, we're in a position we're in today because we've been taking shortcuts all of our lives. We gotta, we gotta. Yeah, get you take the shortcut, you're gonna get cut short. Exactly. Gotta cut those shortcuts out and follow the process all the way through from step A to step B to step C, all the way to Z because this, these processes work if you follow through with it, y'all. So yep, again, they do. They really, really do. Genuinely do. Right. Because like I said earlier, all th- my last step now, like Joey said, is to sue them for my title, and I'm done. But again, I've had my motorcycle, but uh, I bought it in 2015. I did my process in 2018. It is now 2020, and I still have my motorcycle, and I still have not heard anything from the company that I got the motorcycle from at all. No email. Man, we got to knock that out, man. No, nothing. Indeed. We got we got to go ahead and knock that out and, and, and get that title for you, man. Because at this point in time, they've abandoned the property, so you got to get yeah. a title. And and exactly. if you if you don't have the car title and discharge webinar that we talked uh, about a year ago, you can always cop that too. Um, and and that will also show you a way to get that title, you know, without even having to go through the court process. Facts, facts. I'm gonna go check my archive and see if I got that. I got so much stuff, mm-hmm. y'all, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, man, listen, bro. We we we've been putting shit out for so long, but that's that's one of the webinars where, you know, I'm still proud of that webinar, man, because you know we we successfully figured out a way for people who don't want to go to court to get that title back. So, you know, and that's the, and that's through the DMV, and they'll they'll give you, you know, uh, uh you know, basically they're, they're able to give you. What would be like a salvage title in a way, you know? Right, right. But at this point, I ain't fucking with the DMV no more. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm on I'm on my autonomy shit. But I, I I rock with what you you know with what you did because you know it it does give you a testimony to say, hey, look, I did this shit and it works. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know. So, yeah, yeah that's what's up, bro. I appreciate your testimony. Uh, no doubt. I just want to come in and drop that testimony since we was all, since we was already on the topic of accord of satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? Just to give the new caller some hope with this stuff, man, because it, it works. You just got to apply it. Learn it and apply it. Yeah, you just got to apply it. Yep, for sure. And, and it, that's really what and it, it comes down to. Right. And, and just to let y'all know, it took me three, almost four months to clearly understand that full process of accord of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Before I had, yeah, it takes I a had little time. Four thousand percent confidence for me to be like, boom, let's go. It took me three to four months, and then I had made sure all my eyes were dotted and all my T's were crossed before I moved, before I shot that gun. Yeah, and it's an easy process. It's as simple as sending in your payment, but it's about it's about knowing the law behind it. So exactly. You know, big big ups to you, man, for taking your time to do the study and, and actually implement it. And you got a motorcycle out of it, shit. Indeed, and you know what I'm saying. Shout out to my team. They they should be on the call. They know who they are, you know. So, you know, they, you know what I'm saying. If it wasn't shout out to the team. Late nights, exactly. Staying up late nights, doing the studies, finding these laws, and listening to y'all shows, going back, taking the references. You know what I'm saying. So, I definitely mm-hmm. want to give shout out to my team. 
you know what I'm saying, brothers and sisters that's on my team, they dope and they know what's up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to your people and other brothers and sisters who's doing their studying. Appreciate no you, God. Thank you for your testimony. No doubt, G. No doubt, G. I'll talk to you soon, G. Okay, bro. Have a great day. Peace. All right, you too. Peace of the God. I think my man Taiwan is on. We're going to bring him on. I think he got a testimony, too, from a while back. 602-396. Peace, God. Peace, God. How you doing? Peace, God. Good. How you doing, buddy? Oh, wonderful, magnificent, and great, man. Just knocking all of these little old thing things down. No doubt. No doubt. What not you? You on the line. Why don't you give your testimony on the recorded satisfaction? Oh, yeah, the quarter satisfaction, yeah, I lined them up. I actually, I did a couple, too, a, a couple more, because I had did one on a washing machine and dryer, too, that I didn't tell y'all about that went through. It went through kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it went through like his did, though, because when I was taking them to court, they just quit, <laughs> they quit harassing me, and they quit, They we called, they said we didn't owe them no more. So I just stopped taking mm-hmm. the court and everything. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't so, so, so it wasn't no title for me to get. Yeah, now the car one, you know, I had to take them to court because I needed to get my title and things. You know what I'm saying? So uh, after it was all said and done, yeah, they sent us the title and everything. Um, but basically, I just uh, went and got the car. Even when we got the car under the um, EIN number two, uh, we went and got yep. the car, uh, paid for three months. After the third month, um, I hit him with a uh, $160 of uh, uh, full satisfaction of claim. I made a copy of it, and um, the, like two weeks after that, I said, before I made my under duress payment, I sent them notice that uh, basically, you know, this was already taken care of, and I hit him with the three notices. But as I was doing it, I still was making my payments under duress also, too. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. So now, when you went to court, what was your outcome in court? Uh, my outcome? Uh, first, they had a lawyer. Then they had the lawyer try to uh, put in some paperwork, but it got dismissed. The judge dismissed it. So we basically started settling um, from there when I was interacting with the lawyer. Um, they came with one one little deal. We didn't go with it. Did another. And I kind of I should have waited because I could have probably got way more money. But, you know, I didn't want to lose out. So we just settled for the twenty five. Okay, but you but and, you got a check. You got a check. Twenty five hundred and yeah. that's your car title. Yup. So we got late. That's not like the one for me. And then check this out. The cup co- the company that we went through Cactus Jack, um, they actually been sending us notices like they want us to co- they want some more of our business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so. I know they do. So we go up there and get them again, but we don't even own no more cars, man. You know, we trying yeah. to get... I already know. Trying to get some property, right? <laughs> you know it. Already know. So we I already that, know. And, and that's, that even, that's an even bigger win, you know, once you get that piece of property, man, and you can successfully put it in trust and discharge it, you know. So yeah. you, you're on the road, man. You, you done had a lot of wins over the last year or so. You know it. Thank yeah, y'all, man. I'm real proud I do of you. Thank y'all, man, brother. for giving y'all time, too, because uh, even if we wasn't talking personally, I was on them archives, man. I was listening. Mm-hmm. I was paying attention. I was focused, man. And I knew what I wanted, and it came right just like that. Even even now, man, everything yeah, you really that, changed uh, your life. 
Yeah, it's all coming together, man. Just gotta believe, man, and stay in honor, man. You know, be honorable. Even if you go and mess up something, man, go back and reconcile that, man. Y'all get it together, man, so we can get moving, man. Yeah, get everything yeah, in yeah, exactly, exactly, bro. That's the right way to do it, bro. Straight up. Because yep. sometimes them little old, them little old things be holding us back from going further in our life, man. So y'all yeah, don't they be do. holding yeah, us they back. Do. Yeah, yeah, they do. And we know that personally. <laughs> so, yes, you know, we do. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I can appreciate your, you know, your, your, your drive to succeed, you know, because a lot of times your drive to succeed has got to be more stronger than, than your drive to, you know, to hold hate or grudge or any of that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And my girl just got her uh, decree too, so I'm waiting on mine. Uh, we, you know, we already oh, absolutely. Yep. Congratulations. She's a more now. Yep. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Now, now so, did, did the judge sign off on it the, the way she asked? Yeah. Yep. Everything. Uh, yeah. the, she got hers already back, so everything was granted. Man, All she got to go that. do is. Already. Yep. She just pulled it up this morning. So this I got you. Uh, yeah. Send me a copy. I'm gonna call you today anyway, so we can wrap. But send me a copy of that. Man. I got. I want to definitely see that. For sure. For sure. I always always get excited when niggas get their nationality. Yeah, we excited about ourselves, man. Whole new world. We're gonna knock these passports out, man. Whole new world. We're gonna knock these passports out, man. Oh, yep, yep. She downstairs whipping up some. Mm hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, But yeah, man. uh, You're right on time with this. Yeah. I just wanna say uh, thanks, man. Let somebody else get in, man. Absolutely, God. Okay, God, I, right. I'll definitely be hitting you up for that so we can wrap. Already, man. Bet. Okay, I'll peace, y'all. Friday. Peace. All right, you too, brother. Peace. Let's go to uh, 716-314. You are on the line. Uh, peace to the God. Seven, there we go. What's up? Peace to the God. Oh, man. I don't know. Messed up. I, so many times I got pulled over with the IDP, I ain't even think. Got slick and started snapping on the cop, and he got he he ain't got one in on me. He said, hey, hey, "Are you U.S. citizen?" Nope, nah, no, I know. Hey, you stay around here. And I was like, "Nope." He said, "What's the address on the car?" I said, "It's on the insurance." So I give him the address. He writes me a ticket. Well, <clears throat> a letter come, and I ain't address it, you know, because it's in the spiritual name. And then the letter saying too, though, that. DMV got my spiritual name. Now, who got a name like Dazakon? Nancy. And, and they saying that, oh, we got... Yeah, like I went down there. They said, your ID... Now, hold up, though. When the cop first pulled me over, hit him with the IDP, he was like, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I I can't find you anywhere in the system. That was right before I did my UCCs. Yeah. I can't find him anywhere in the system. <laughs> now, all of a sudden... But, but see, I gave him that address over here, and I meant to hit him with no address and say nothing like it's supposed to. But now I'm getting letters, so I I straight ignored it. Like, I don't even stay over here this way. Like, like if, if I do, then I do. But if I don't, I ain't. So I just ignored it. They're going to tell me. Well, they, ain't, they said it, and they sent the letter three times, not separate, but all in one lump. 
saying that, oh, you got an expired ID. Now, he cop couldn't find me in the system, but all of a sudden, I got an expired ID. Mind you, my spirit right. never stepped a foot in the DMV. They wouldn't even get my allegiance to John. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they try to play that game with you. You know, but like, like, you really don't have that. That's a foreign national. And it's funny because under the International Motor Vehicles Act, you 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 can travel with IDP. It's a treaty. I ain't never had no problem with it. I was stopped by that, that New York State cool. Trooper, two more Buffalo PDs before him. He just was a He was. A, I'm gonna add a car towed. I got the power to do that. Little, you know the little Napoleon mm-hmm. syndrome. I don't know what it is, this dude. But anyway, <laughs> but it, yeah, he. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Niggas like five foot black. But uh, nah, he ain't. Well, I can't because yeah, he he made he is like he made me leave the car. I had another cop for another cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't you can't drive no further. He called. I said, man, get your superior on the phone. Period said, "Let him go." He said, "I don't want him to drive nowhere. You gotta, you gotta leave the exit car so he can." You know, my deuce. I had to put it in her name because I, I remember that. I, DMV wouldn't give me an ID. You know, exactly. when I went, went you know to, what's funny the, about that, bro? Is is what we're talking about is driving as a foreigner. And if you learn how to drive as a foreigner, foreigners when they come over here, that they, they're not. Residents, they're non-residents. So under the code for non-residents, mm-hmm. bro, all you gotta have is an IDP or, or whatever mm-hmm. your political, your body politic requires. Mm-hmm. That's just the travel because the cabbies up here got IDPs. They be African yep. and 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 and, and uh, what's the uh, yep. uh, uh, them Arab niggas? They, they some yeah. of them be. I say they the African ones. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I ain't had no problem. That's just golden. But I'm going to tell you, stop getting IDPs to say United States on them now. Get your IDP in a foreign country. Oh, no. My joint you know. is Jamaica joint. You know, I was looking like exactly. Ross no, Skins brown. Yeah, I'm <laughs> That's what the niggas... Blood clot. <laughs> hey, two, two, <laughs> word, hey, that made me think about how I got the 9 I had this part two. I had to get the next one. But but the, you know like they was putting up a front out to throw the action out oh, man it was hilarious I meant to buzz niggas I thought niggas buzz but it was a little comical <laughs> thing I, I ran through the lady was like yo it was too crazy she was like at uh, uh, at the place she say well what, and she asked me where's your business start I said oh yeah I started the land on uh, seven oh seven y'all she was like oh uh, seven you said oh seven she said, hold on, calculated. She said, you owe $108,000. Wow, I'm saying, why you get out me through one thing and tell it? Man, I snapped on it. She's like, hold up, son, hold up. We're going to give you a nice thing, you know. Go get your calculated number. Yeah, I snapped. We said, one thing, you owe me a million dollars, not good on your job. I know. Ain't it dinner tomorrow, brother? But of course. Got the nine eight number. Hold on, sir. I'm gonna give you a number. All that for what? They be like, I think it'd be amusing to these niggas, man. But yeah, so far as the uh, yeah, it's way crazy. I find it all entertainment at this point. I mean, shit. What's the worst they gonna do? Is jail you? Oh fuck it. I I I was liking the plans anyway, as far as they concerned. But uh, nah. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Right. So. 
I mean, I want to, I want to, I want to, um, I want to, um, address these guys like, yo, but the most I think I'm going to do, because they don't even know I'm from here. All he had was the RDP. You got the, uh, what I was the doing. Motor he was gonna address me. For the, I wasn't, but well, go ahead. Gonna, well, if you, <laughs> you plan to, you know, you send right. a nice little letter. So, yeah, I'm a non-resident. You know, I'm entitled to, you know, this, this particular, um, instrument was not given in y'all jurisdiction by y'all. So y'all ain't got no say over this shit Right But they not saying that Joey They saying I have an ID Issued from the state They saying uh, it's expired They have been full of it That's not like going to respond uh, What I'm going to do I just got back to John uh, Express Trust Doing business as the legal Express Trust doing business as the spiritual I'm going to just throw that in the miscellaneous And if they mm-hmm. feel like Moving forward from there, then you know, and I, I'll just let it be what it is. Because I'm, I mean, I, 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 you know, we can't just let it, hey, you faggot, and say nothing. Hey, you faggot, who the fuck you talking to? You ain't talking to me. Yeah. You handle this now, nigga. Ain't, ain't nothing they can't, ain't nothing they can't say, man. You know, I actually yesterday, I was all up in the motor vehicle call all day yesterday. Oh, mm-hmm. and that was one of the things I found, man. I mean, when you're, when you're non resident, the laws are completely different. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because yeah. like 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 when the APD, I got that first first cop I got pulled over with the RDP was APD in it, and this this nigga he he wrote the ticket. Like I said, like I said on the show last time when it happened, went down to the police department. They looked at it. They looked it up. Oh, we don't have you in the system. Oh oh, I go down to the courthouse. They was like, oh no, you're clear. You're fine. We don't have a court date. You're good to go. I like uh exactly. Well, shit, we all be peeing at the fuck exactly. out there. Yeah, international yeah, exactly. drivers. The, I, the ID, yeah, the IDP is is a treaty. It's business. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, under the treaty. treaty. It, 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 it's a it's under the treaty regulation. So it's a treaty regulation. Niggas don't mm-hmm. even get it. It's like, bro, you we you, what we using ain't just some mm-hmm. old bullshit. It's real shit. Man, that shit is the business all day easy. I got pulled by Atlanta yep. PD. New York State Trooper. Troopers run everything, nigga. Motherfucker, uh, Buffalo PD. Three, that that clown, nigga, I got the power. First, first you say, see, that's how I know that the DMV is working together with with the courts. How the fuck? The first thing came out this nigga mouth was, this little cracker mouth, he was like, I can't find you anywhere in the system. Anywhere. Exactly. Now you got an ID for me. Division of Motor Vehicles yeah. suggests and I go to court. Oh, man. And I ain't dealing with that. What I'm going to do is hit them with that DBA, slide it in your miscellaneous, let you know it's an express guy. That boy that got the phone, trustee, watch out. Yeah. Because <laughs> niggas don't even get it. It's like look, like, look, at the end of the day, how can you make me show up to court when I'm a foreigner? I'm foreign to your right. jurisdiction. It's like me being from mm, India. Right. And then come, come over here driving. They, you can't force me to come to court. You ain't never seen an Indian person in court. You ain't never, you know, don't ever see the African. Oh, damn, like, you know, unless they got a driver's license. African. You know, I ain't never, seen, never seen a China man in court. No jurisdiction. Never seen a China nigga in jail. Come if there is, they in the county. In and there? they bail right the fuck out. I'm tired of being up in this 14th no. Amendment U.S. citizen shit. It ain't about shit. Yeah, All well, they do is tax you. Oh, you get some that's food. It. That's what, well, that's what it's about. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah well, you know, we'll do some crumbs here and there. A few more. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Just to keep you floating. Yeah. These niggas is the worst, yeah. man. I, I ain't trying to do it with them yeah. on a good day. It is what it is. Ain't it? So, that's what it is, oh. man. I mean, I'm going to just throw this yeah, little man. DBA in there, and if they want to address it from there, I guess we can go. I don't see. I don't even see them niggas like that. I see them not. Okay. They want to... Yeah, y'all, if they, if they want to throw hands with you, throw hands with them. You know, just do it politically. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm a lot wiser now. I ain't trying to be diplomatic foolish with it. Diplomatic. Word. That's yeah. exactly. That's, that's Word. the goal, man. Word. Hey, Word. hey, Joey. You, yo, you were yo. Jonah, man. Yo. It's the question that asks you guys, man, and to you guys, yo. What did yo? I'm, I'm about ready to express the uh, express, ready to uh, exercise the express trust. Uh, so far as like the powers, all mm-hmm. those lead mm-hmm. the court. So bid, um, I'm ready to start eating niggas now. I'm on some like uh, rah rah dude, but I like the energy yeah. and all that. But it's like <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it makes sense though too though. I mean, I'm on. I, I, yo, let me ask you this, like right. <clears throat> We got the power here. We we got a different jurisdiction. We got the power to contract from the Constitution, right? We got the right to contract, yep. and I'm a, we exercise that power. Can I put, make a declaration stating in there that I got the right to contract all aspects and sense of it? So so I don't need a bar. Of course you can, but to pass the bar. Yeah. Well, well, remember this, right? The Constitution is there. It's their trust indenture. It's their declaration mm-hmm. of trust almost, right? So okay. you can't mix yours with theirs, but it can mm. be similar. Mm. Okay, okay, you can okay. Your own constitution. All right. your trust. Now, 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 what got me going, right? I heard you were saying, uh, 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 I mean, you were joining what I was saying about the John Wick jump off there. He was saying that, uh, that's a trust, and their, their trust is about killing. There's a contract, and they hit me. Contract, that's what you were yeah. saying with the well, John Wick, well, you know, it, right? It was, it was. Now, I ain't suggesting that you niggas go out there and create a trust to, to do that, but you know, that, that, Damn. that was, nah, let me stop. Like, I'm joking, excuse. but <laughs> <laughs> that's what excommunicado and all that shit was about, you know, right. That shit was crazy, but see, that got me that got me going though. But what I was gonna say was like, like okay, I want a contract. My contract is like two. I got two. It's one of them is this. I wanna I wanna go in and and speak on behalf of the defendant on a drug case because I think I think I, I pretty much understand subject matter and personal jurisdiction and what the court don't have and a few things. I just wanna be able to speak on behalf of the defendant when they go in that situation and they ain't yet got a lawyer. Or and well, or I know if I well, go ahead and no, no, no you won't no, be able to do that. No, that's that's, that's, that's a, you want to go into an equity jurisdiction, and then when you go into an equity jurisdiction, then you step forward as a trustee, right? And they're a beneficiary, and you know what I'm saying. But but you don't step forward in civil court like that. Mm, okay, I'm glad I know. I had to ask. That makes sense too. And, and equitable, okay. But now look, that that that's still saying it could be in, it could be done though to a degree because you just said it had to be an equitable. Now look, if this this hypothetically this cat caught a case, whatever his drug, and before he done got a lawyer, he done seen me. So in my trust, with my declaration for this trust, it's gonna be saying something to the degree like, whoever I do make this contract with. 
I clause saying that they automatically into my trust as a beneficiary so I could go ahead and represent them in an equitable setting, you know? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So 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 they come up under your trust, they are right. a beneficiary of the trust. Right. Right. That's where okay. I'm at with it. Just as long as I could go ahead and speak on their behalf as a trustee in that fashion. And would have been as Mhm. Yeah. They may not be so so versed, but I mean now with that, I, that the whole rules just changed with that right there, though, Joey. Because now it's in an equitable setting. Now, I ain't, I'm not uh, I'm not I ain't been I'm not uh, I ain't rocked it with the equitable setting. I I did it with the you know with the 14th Amendment, John. So my whole little fight was gonna be with with the uh. With the 14th Amendment fight, I don't know about the equitable fight. So now nah, that's the monkey wrench in the game plan. Is is the equitable yeah, setting is. similar? Yeah. Is well, the equity because the well, argument? It's, 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 I don't it's know if it's equity is similar to the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment ain't, ain't doing, you know equity. Uh, you know, uh, uh, other no, no, than, no. Other than the fact. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no. I was saying so far as like the argument when you go in there, how you present yourself, you are gonna come with a. <clears throat> A dismissal come with a hit me with what a discovery is the setting the layout the same in equitable court I don't know that's I ain't really it's, really it's going through it it's, it's yeah it, yeah it's pretty similar I mean the thing okay. is is normally you do a petition though mm, okay well well that's something I was interested in because you know and and, and uh, you know just litigating basically for somebody but I was thinking them on the lines of uh you know that 14th amendment you setting. can't litigate. Yeah, you. The oh, thing is, you you got you got to be under what they call Trusty. a layman. A, a what? A layman. Okay. Yep. So so look at it like this: you got to go in there as the trustee. You got to have a trust mm-hmm. agreement, an authorized mm-hmm. rep to go in and speak on behalf of that particular constructive trust, aka the straw man. Right. The person who came up under your trust. Right. Then I'll be able to move and do whatever I need to do in that equitable setting right there. Yeah. Yep. That sounds like more more uh questions than you know. Nah, I got it, it's gonna bring up more <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna raise more questions for sure because it's it's uh you know, you're talking about a court of equity and equity jurisdictions are completely different from a civil jurisdiction. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. well, that that just yeah. yeah. So so the, yeah, all right, well, historically, was well historically, court of equities uh, weren't for money damages. They they were for for equitable damages to go in. Uh, some if a nigga took your cow and you wanted your cows back, you know that type of shit. You know, mm-hmm. so they've extended to 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 deal with other matters like you know like money and monetary damages and shit like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that might prove to be beneficial too, if you know, because usually they got that. Uh, I forget what they call it, but when they take your property, you know, that's damage. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, a lot. You're looking for restitution. What you're looking for is restitution. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a restitution issue. Right. We went over that on the other show. I got to took all the notes on that guy. Yeah, that'll work though. I mean, this something that right there, that one right there, is something I had to probably just chop it up with you and get iron everything out yeah, and have a better understanding. Yeah. 
you know, and, and I'll probably go into some more of this on Sunday. But when you call in Sunday, we'll, we'll chop it up again. But I mean, this is a, you know, that, that's a, and it's also a topic we, we can probably also talk about privately too, because there's a lot of shit on that topic I don't want to particularly go into on the air. But just mm-hmm. know, man, we, we, you know, e- equity is equity is the play, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really know. Just like that. Yeah. That's what's yeah. really good. I, I appreciate but... you coming in, bro. As always, you already know that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Drop, man. Dropping that info. Yes, sir. That's you, the guy, man. You, the guy, for real. But that, Oh, that was one of them. Let me say this one, 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 one. Yes, sir. Let me say this one, one, one thing right quick, though. But it's like, um, but that was one avenue I was looking at. But the second one, like, similar. You just signed up. You already locked, locked up. But can I get it? Whereas they go, well, how would they sign a contract from being in jail? Eesh. I was trying uh, to see if I'll get some people. Yeah, you, Boom, you need a power of attorney. Yeah, yeah, you need a power of attorney, and they can they can actually give you uh, a vocal power of attorney by way of a phone. You can record it and have a notary, and then you can actually say, uh, I'm a, you know, can I sign for you? They'll say, yeah, you sign for him, and then have a notary present and get it done. Oh my God! I was just dealing with the guard. And we was talking about how they doing the interviews over the uh, Zoom or the, uh, the internet, and the courthouse ain't having you come down there because the coronas and all that. And, and they was he was saying that the, uh, he's sitting back listening. He was the girl was telling me that the judge authorized somebody to sign for him. Yeah, that's what. That's on, is that that's legal? Lawful? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's legal okay. and lawful because you can get power of attorney. You can do that. Okay. So, so with yep. that, you know, I was I was thinking like, uh, just broadly speaking, like maybe you could, I could probably start getting them guys up out of there for crazy charges or whatever, uh, you know? Like, uh, let's talk about that more privately, cause, but you can, oh, okay. you know, broadly speaking, you know. That's, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was, you know, I ain't want to blow it up. Start talking about with their system on the phone. Yeah, huh? Yeah, they like eyebrows get raised up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, I got so a lot of cats sitting no down that listen to this info, you know what I mean? So right. it's not impossible. They're cats. Matter of fact, um, my brother Trini, you know, he pulled his daughter out of jail. And she's supposed to be, she she actually committed a homicide on some defending herself shit. And um, mm-hmm. they locked her up. They was going to give her 20 years, my nigga. And he pulled her up out of there with, with, with the information. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so I mean that's yeah, that's a real spiritual thing, right? If it's a world, it's a way. More than one way to skin a cat. If you could see it, it at the end of it is you would get there. I could see it. It's yeah. like when I do carpentry yeah, shit. Somebody want to describe me to go ahead and go read model some shit. Tell me what you mm-hmm. what you want, and if I could see it, I could build it. You know exactly. And I could see it, but this law shit, no difference. Yeah. You gotta have the right information. You got you gotta know how to maneuver. That's why that's why mm-hmm. the rigor habeas corpus should mm. never be uh you know you know thrown away. Okay? Right. We need that habeas corpus pulling nigga up out of there. Yes, sir. But you know so, it's the fishy tissue. Bottom absolutely. line. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So appreciate you, God. Appreciate you, God. Gotta get right going. Right, Absolutely. Right, Have a great the... Friday, bro. 
All right. Oh, oh, let me say this, yo. I'll be liking to say this, Joe, man. Hey, a wonderful, magnificent, and great, and large, yeah. undisclosed amounts of money beyond my wild dreams <laughs> come to people that's listening on this show. The God, Joey, Jonah, myself, everybody, man. Absolutely. We have super health. Super health for ourselves Absolutely. and our family. Super health for our family. Flowing quickly and easily, bro. Thank you, God. Quickly and easily, Have a great day, man. bro. Yes, sir. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. No doubt. Peace. All right. Uh, some people had their hands up. Y'all dropped your hands. I have like two people left. Y'all had their hands up. I don't know what happened to y'all, man. If y'all want to get in, this will be the time. Uh, we got a few minutes left in the show. Real quick, uh, Miami seminar. We're going to be in Miami. So if you want to get down with that seminar, y'all know how to do it, makemorecommerce.com. We also have tickets at the door. Tickets will be $25 higher than the sale price online. So it's always best to get them in advance. Uh, we got part five coming soon, Trust Webinar. Part four is now available. You can cop that online. If you did cop part four, uh, the DVD is in there. The documents will be in there later this afternoon. Um, if I got a consult with you and I ain't called you, make sure you reach out to me, all right? Because uh, I, I got a big list of people I'm running through. Um, and if we got any other business and you ain't heard from me, reach out to me. Uh, it's always good to see where I'm at with things because I, I, I'm working through a plethora of people. Um, what else, man? Shit. Tune in to Offset's show. Tune in to Jonah's show. Make sure you tune in tomorrow to our, to our entrepreneur show. A lot of y'all ain't tuned into that show. Tune into the Entrepreneur Show every Saturday at 7 p.m. right here on New Evolution. And Sunday, the bottom line, we'll be going to them laws right here on New Evolution. Shit, that's about all I got, man. Unless y'all, if y'all got some more questions, I'm here for it. But if not, y'all know what it is, man. We ain't got to stick around. We can get up out of here. Um, 347-989-0194 is the call-in number. If not, man, I appreciate y'all. Y'all stand on y'all square, and uh, we're going to get up out of here. Oh, we got one? We got one? All right, we got one. Oh, we got a couple. All right, now y'all niggas going to come in. 918-693. What up? <laughs> hey, Joey. I have yeah, a see, question. See, y'all, 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 y'all hung up on. What's good? What's good? Uh-oh. Well, I was just wondering. You were earlier, you were talking about how... Um, when I guess you went to court, or I don't know if it was court, but at least you were dealing with the student loan, and you said they were bringing up a contract, and you were saying that that. Can you kind of give more information about that, like how that, what happened with that situation, and um, like was it in court or was that before court when you were dealing? No, um, I didn't have to go to court with my student loans because because I used the process that I taught in the third party part one webinar. Uh, where basically I, I did my administrative process on them. I challenged the debt. Um, a lot of a lot of the debt I challenged as it being fraud because the contract was fraud because I didn't have full knowledge of the contract. Um, and most of that shit they discharged, whatever they didn't discharge, they sold off to a, to a third party. And then when the third party came about, I challenged them too. So I successfully got rid of about 80% of the student loans. And then when I did my nationality, uh, pretty much all of that shit got wiped off. So there's a mm. lot of different methods that you can go about getting rid of debt. Um, 
I highly suggest that if you don't have the third party part one webinar, you get your hands on it. I don't know. I got it. I, you know, I've used that successfully. Okay. That works. I just was curious about it. I was going to apply what you said to a different situation. I just wanted to know how you were dealing with them as far, you know, what the, what you were saying to them about the contract. And wh- what do you mean you said you didn't have knowledge about the full knowledge of I didn't have. Inf- um, I didn't have full knowledge of the facts. I didn't. Like, can, I mean, what do you mean? It, what do you mean it, it was it was it was fraud in the factum. I did They didn't tell me what they was doing with the contract. They didn't tell me there was going to be somebody else to sign the contract on the other end, that it was being robo-signed. They didn't, they didn't oh. tell me that they was going to sell, sell the debt later. They, they didn't tell me that they was going to charge me absorbent amounts of interest. There's a lot of things oh. that back to oh, Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, thank you. Yep. Yep. Right, oh, that's all I Okay. Thank all you. Right. I'm glad you got rid of those. <laughs> thank you, too. Yeah, me, too. Shit, me, too. <laughs> All right, have a good one. Okay, uh, let's go to uh, three three six seven two two. You on the line? Yeah, that shit is fraud, bro. It'd be student loans. I, I, anything I can say that uh, they they did not when I did the the third party debt and took them through the administrative process. What they ended up doing for me was basically they did not show the debt balance being wiped away. But what they are doing is that they keep showing it on the credit report as paid on time, paid on time, paid on time, which means exactly. that the Amiga's credit score is looking beautiful. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. So they, yeah. You, you know, what's funny you know? is I actually went for I was um I was trying to get a, a, a mortgage loan. Right. And right. when they pulled my credit, the guy said, he said, Man, I've never seen anything like this before. He says everything mm. is 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 current. He said and, and it shows right. paid in full, but it also shows discharged. He says I don't understand it. He said he said normally people are 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 are, are in arrears and they owe money and it doesn't show that they're current. He says but yours shows that you you're current, but that but you don't owe anything. He was like, but right. I think you need to get them removed. I'm like, yeah, so. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on how you implement these processes, you know, will will greatly determine how they do shit. Hey, I could mo- I could put another move on them and get it removed altogether, but I see it as a benefit now. If you're gonna keep showing it paid on time, let's rock out. You know what I mean? Yep. Ain't gonna do nothing but boost that FICO score yep. and get it going. You know? So, yeah, exactly. so I see you I know, see a win win. Two loans are the worst shit to have on your credit. Exactly, honest. Exactly, straight up. So yeah, works kind of bad yeah. like that. That that third party debt collection letter works. So let me hit you this right quick because I'm beco- I'm becoming imp- I'm becoming more partial to using uh, the EIN unincorporated yeah. and and yeah. and letting it mimic the trust name and tying it to the nine eight and using that to get the bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Yes, well, I'm I'm becoming more partial to it because I did go and and I and I have it's it's happened twice, but this time was interesting because when I took that nine eight in there to open the bank account for the trust, them niggas straight up said we they come back seven days later and said we're not opening we, we're we're told not to open uh, a bank account for an express trust. 
Well, that's because you need to go to a trust bank, number one. Stop trying to go to a regular bank. I'll take your ass to a trust to a trust bank. Exactly. A, exactly. A, a bank that deals specifically with trust. You got any recommendations? Anything broad? Uh, you, you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna recommend that on the air because, um, I okay. I don't want to give none of these niggas no unnecessary uh publicity. Exactly. But exactly. But, but exactly. Just like just find a trust bank. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hit me in the private. Okay. We'll Google. We'll Google trust bank. Yes, you we'll should do, do that. that. You my dude. Definitely. I'm out, bro. Great show today. All right. Uh, Great thank show you, today, Peace bro. to the God. As usual. Peace, God. Peace, God. All right. Uh, 917-796 on the line. Peace to the gods. Peace. Peace, God. Good show, man. Good show. Um, thank you, bro. Yeah, I was I was calling because I, I um I was doing some research and stuff like that. Um, now um, I had called uh, earlier this week and I spoke to John about um, buying a car with a trust and stuff. And then um, uh, we talked about the insurance, but right now uh, we still haven't uh, figured out you know how to get the bond and stuff. Now let me ask you a question in regards to getting insurance. Hey, you, that's okay. that's that's because you didn't. You should have hopped on part four webinar. I taught that two weeks ago on the webinar. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I went over that shit. Because you got to get what they call self-insurance. Right. So, I mean, I would have to uh, basically... Well, I hit you off in the private, you know. You got a consultation. Yeah, I'll talk to you in the private because I got a consultation with you today. But, but you need to get that part four webinar. I taught that in the webinar. Exactly right. what you're asking. How, how do I get insurance for, under the trust? You need a surety right. bond. That's the, that's right. where you first start at. Right, but let's let's say let's say because uh, I you know um, let's say if I don't have the money to put up a large sum of money to, to, to get the bond, right? Um, and I mm-hmm. and I go ahead and, and I get the insurance, like regular insurance, right? Now can I put the uh, can I get the insurance in the trust name and then later on go ahead and like discharge it? No, or, nobody's gonna give you insurance in the trust name. You're gonna have to get it for the trustee. Even the bonds are gonna have to be under the trustee's name. You can always get what you call key man insurance, shit like that. But they're never gonna give you insurance on the trust itself. It has to be on the indemnifier. Right. Okay. Someone who. Uh, you know, like a regular person, regular. Person. Yes, sir. Right. Your authorized person is gonna have to be the person who goes and gets the insurance. What about business insurance under a business name that is tied to the trust? Well, that's why I said key. That's why I said you need key man insurance. That's what they call it, key man insurance. Okay, key man insurance. All right. Yeah, it's like for the CEO or the head of the business. Right. It's all different types of insurance. I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't make no claim to be an insurance broker or a salesman of insurance. But you know, giving you the best advice, you know, you always want to uh, put insurance on the most valuable person in the business. Right. 
Yeah. I'm over over here on the grind right now. Um, I can hear that. I'll, I'll text you so we can figure out a song. All right, no doubt. All right. All right, that, that, was, that was my question, guys. Okay, God, appreciate you. Peace to the God. All right, All right peace to the God. All right, that's what's up, man. I'm up out of here. It's almost noon. I got to go wash my ass <laughs> and, and give me some food. Y'all know what time it is. All right, y'all have a great Friday, man, and I'll holler back at y'all. Peace to the gods. Okay, I want to... You're listening to Evolution Radio, where the evolution is the revolution.